Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. However. Wherever. Whenever. You're listening. To the. Root for Wisconsin show. Episode 97 coming at you from the miniature value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher, the Big E. Joining me in person, we got member of the Highway 22 crew, Sean Klosterman. Sean, how are you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you? And also joining us, Secretary Shauna. Sh- Secretary Shauna, how are you? Great. Fantastic. Episode 97 is here, and we're going to start off with a surprise announcement. We are here with bells on. So, as most of you have kind of figured out by now, Justin hasn't been joining us a whole lot lately. Um, I'm not going to announce what he's doing yet, but we're working on a new project, me and Justin. Uh, not going to quite announce that yet, but he is... So Justin will be taking a little bit of a different approach to the Rupert Wisconsin brand. Very excited for this new project we have coming up. But with that, we have an open full-time seat, which is officially going to Sean Klosterman. Woo! Woo! Now, Justin did want to wish you best wishes on this. And he was... Very, he had some very fun Justin-esque comments here for you. Of course he did. <laughs> so he wanted me to tell you he couldn't do the new adventure if Sean sucked. And Sean doesn't suck. So that is the official endorsement. Woo! Sean, officially full-time member full-time of the Rupert Wisconsin Holy show. Woo! Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm, not, right. I'm not doing a speech. 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 <laughs> yeah. Speech. No. No, I, well, I, I know I'm never going to be able to fill Justin's shoes because he is totally, I love listening to Justin talk when he was on here. So I just hope I can do somewhat close to what he was doing. So Well, he's not going away. We'll still have him. Like I said, he's still going to be part of the Wisconsin brand. Just taking a little bit of a different approach to it. Um, he'll You'll still hear him on this show. And like I said, we got another fun project coming up. So. And actually, that was Justin's chair that he never sat in. So at least you're here to fill the chair. You're actually in the chair. You're actually in the chair. I sit in the comfy chair. Yep. So anyway, before we keep talking about the fun stuff here, got to cover some business first. As always, we got Monkey Knife Fight. Play along with the contest. Even though the Packers offense is sputtering again. Thought we had to figure it out last week, but alas, we do not. not. Packers offense is sputtering. But if you play Christian Watson and then two whoever the Packers are playing... Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, for example. You got a pretty good shot at winning. Did Austin Hooper had two touchdowns this last week? Derrick Henry's passing touchdown? Would that would that count? It would that? not count for the touchdown dance because it has to be a scored touchdown. So Austin Hooper would have gotten the, the touchdown yep. for it. But Derrick Henry had a rushing touchdown. So if you would have had oh, I suppose. Christian Watson, Derrick Henry, and Austin Hooper, you're hitting you're the hitting above and on all of that. So play along with those contests, or you know, we got the World Cup going, we've got NASCAR has come to an end, but they've got UFC contests. They've got something for everybody. College basketball, NBA, college football, NFL. It's all there. Also, we got to talk about our friends over at Ray's Energy, repsports.com, code ROOT4 for 15% off any order. That's code ROOT, R-O-O-T, number 4. 15% off any order. Your favorite flavors are all there. And they're always coming out with new stuff, too. So be sure to check them out. And then we can get into the episode here with what we had rooted for in the last week or so. That is brought to you by Fanatics, over 300-plus powered stores. Support your team. Support your favorite team, NASCAR driver, WWE superstar, college. It's all there. <laughs> Sorry. Something funny? Yeah. No. Support your favorite team and your your favorite team. Your favorite 
team, team. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you guys Go guys doing sports. That. Yeah, I don't see you guys hey, doing hey, the we did the, we, we helped with the intro. That's so you, you can't say we didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I can. Eric. I can, and it would be justified, but. No, wouldn't be justified. Not it's, even it's, it's a two against little one. bit. It's two against one. You get a full-time status now. <laughs> it goes right to your head. We carry the show. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Let us know what you think in the comments. Right. With that said, we can talk about the positives of what we had rooted for in the last week. That's brought to you by Fanatics. We can root for your favorite team, team, college sport, college team. Do they have do they have wrestling stuff? They do. This? They have WWE. They're licensed oh, they really? WWE now. I didn't realize that. Always growing. Going to be a good Black Friday sale? I'd assume so. Same with Rays, too? I'd assume so. Okay. I don't have I don't quite have those details yet. They you didn't didn't do your research? Well, you know, I wait for the emails for them to tell me stuff and it's been kinda of quiet lately, so oh, what the hell. I know. Anyway, Sean, since you've got so much to say this week, <laughs> why don't you lead us off on what you had rooted for in the last week? Uh I th I think I rooted what did it what was my root for last week? Well you, you don't you don't always have to use the same I know, root I know, for. I know that. But it's, it's very good continuity, yep. but we we can go deer season. Deer season was fun. Or opening weekend. Friday night we went I went down to my neighbor's shack and or the guys that I rent from and had some old fashions and talked hunting. And some story. moral fashions. Yeah, and some moral fashions and moral fashions and talked deer hunting stories and just bullshitting with the guys. It was it was nice. Very good. Shauna, your root for in the last week. Oh, we're not to the point where what we're rooting for. Um, <laughs> That's at the end of the episode. Yeah, I don't got one because I was just going to root for Thanksgiving. <laughs> My favorite holiday. Well, how how was your like red red ribbon week last week? You know, you had pajama day. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah. We can talk about your weekend, seeing your, your niece and nephews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being, uh, being at the in the house without Eric, it's always uh, nice, isn't it? Yes, it's nice and quiet. Because <laughs> uh, he does talk like this all the time. So no, yeah. If anybody knows Eric, Eric's just a quiet little mouse. Anyways, um, yeah, no, uh, great widow's weekend. Uh, I got to see my nephew and my niece and my mom and my sisters and. Um, you know, there's a noogie tied in here somewhere uh, because of the stores being so busy. But that is, this is positive talk. Uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. It was nice. I'm looking forward to the holidays. It's just a good kickoff of the holidays. I'm very glad to hear that. Uh, my route for... <laughs> that was very sarcastic. Yeah, what do you mean? genuine. I'm glad to hear that. It was very genuine, considering we're not even eight minutes in, and you guys have already... Oh, just wait. It gets better. I'm yes. sure it does. <laughs> anyway, my route for... I'm going to go... And this is actually just kind of got underway today, but Team USA, FIFA World Cup. I I don't love soccer by any means. Like, it's far from my favorite sport. It's probably, like, seventh on the list of my favorite sports. But... There's just something about the World Cup. You know, you're rooting for your country, and it's us against the world. We're back-to-back -back World War champions. We're trying to get that soccer Lombardi. Kind of a It was a draw today against Wales. 
late penalty uh, set up Wales for a uh, penalty kick at the 82nd minute. They knocked it through. Some questionable officiating happening in Qatar. Uh, for those of you that pay attention to this, and I got it confirmed by my soccer expert, uh, Dylan. Well, I was going to say who? Yeah, Dylan used to play soccer. Oh. He was a goal goalkeeper. He was well, a, so he, basically he, he didn't do anything. He was a goal. That's not true. He commands the field. You, you, don't say that to him. He'll, he'll kick your butt. Dylan, did you actually run around? Mm. I mean, he didn't run around, no. He was he, he was stationary, but he's he's at the quarterback. He's calling everything. Right. They do a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. See, eagle eye. But, so yeah, it was a tough, tough draw today against Wales. Um U.S. still favored to move on past pool play. Made it a lot harder on themselves, though. Got to have a good result against England, and then you should be able to beat Iran uh, in the pool play. How does the World Cup work? Is it like bracket style? I think it's so they do pool points, play right? first. What is that? Where you have so it's kind of you have three teams in your pool besides yourself. So you got four. So in the U.S.'s pool, they've got Wales, England, Iran, and themselves. So that's four teams, not three teams. Three and themselves, what I said. No, you said, you can three. Check you said the tape. three teams. Check the tape. If you're Run looking at this, challenge, your challenge it. Challenge it. I said three and themselves. Okay. Anyway, so you've got four teams in the pool total, three including your three and yourself. And then it's based on points. You get three points for a win. You get one point for a draw. You get zero points for a loss. Don't you get points for goals, too? That kind of goes into a tiebreaker, I believe. Okay. Um. And goal differential, I think, is the difference. So, like the U.S. today was a one-one tie. Yeah. So there's their goal differential stayed at zero. Uh, the U or England, I believe, beat Iran eight to four, six to two, something like that. It was a four-point difference, so they have plus four. Uh, top two teams advance from the pool play into the bracket-style elimination, uh, which is what you're kind of hoping for. Then it becomes a bracket play. So is there like like there's not a play-in at like just say they don't they don't getting the top two teams there's not a play-in i don't believe so okay i could be wrong on that the only time i watch soccer is usually the world cup at the olympics um just because it's so hard there's so many damn soccer clubs out there like the premier league the champions league you got so many damn things out there you've got guys playing on five teams you can't figure out where they're playing that given weekend true True. you've got the bundesliga you've got the premier league you've got different leagues in every country it's just hard to pay attention. I think I know one soccer player. Who's that? Ronaldo. You know Messi? Lionel Messi? Oh, I suppose. Cristiano Ronaldo in some controversy he right now after is leaving. sexy. Is Landon Donovan on the U.S. team? Uh, no, he's been retired Has for he been retired? quite some time now. That's the only he best. was commenting on the Fox team today. Oh, he nice. was on the uh, post-game show with Clint Dempsey. Oh, Clint Dempsey was the other guy. Who's, who's the goalie? Who's Tim the Howard. Goalie? Yeah, Tim Howard. So that, that would be like what 2012? That was like the 2012, 2010, um, 2012. Yeah, 2010 team, 2010 team. Uh, I believe the 2014 team had those or a couple of those guys. That, well, I think Landon Donovan was actually kind of famously cut from the the World Cup team, like right at that window. Mm. Um, he was in training camp, but did not make the the full team. Um, and I think somebody got hurt, so I think he ended up playing. Yeah, I think so. Um, and he played really good. Right. Uh, Christian Pulisic, who is kind of calling, leading the way, Captain America now, uh, plays for Chelsea in the Premier League. Uh, 
is kind of leading the way for the U.S. team. Very young team. They're the second youngest team in the in the world cup. Uh, high hopes for this U.S. team, both this year and in 2026 when they're hosting it. So very exciting to see the U.S. men's team. As always, the U.S. women's team just always dominant. But mm-hmm. uh, kind of a rebirth of of soccer, if you will, in this World Cup. Kind of seeing really the first generation of guys such as Pulisic and DeAndre Yeld- Yedlin and Yeldon. I can't remember what his name is. Um, among many of the other players, um, Weston McKinney, another one who plays in the Premier League. So you've got all these U.S. players who are finally kind of getting overseas and kind of doing the whole soccer from the time they're you know ten up in the academies in Europe. So really, just growing the game um, for the USMNT. So check them out if you know they got another match coming up Friday. I believe that's the England game is Black Friday. I believe it's one o'clock Central for a kickoff, and kind of just enjoy this run and in the whole Hopefully. world. Hopefully enjoy right. this run. And really the whole world playing soccer as a whole. So do you gotta be from the country that you play for? You have to have, I believe your your parents have to be native. Oh, okay. And you have to have either citizenship or have grown up on a US military base. That's all like Pulisic was actually I believe he was born in foreign country, but okay. his parents were military. Hmm. So I think he grew up on an army base. But he so, gets he so gets it still to counts. Right. Um, so there's something where you have you have to have some allegiance to that country. Gotcha. Um, interestingly enough, like Gareth Bale, who plays, he's currently in the MLS, but very well known for his time in the Premier League. Uh, he was playing for Wales today. Um, you know, obviously Argentina, one of the favorites with Lionel, Lionel Messi. Um, Portugal with Cristiano Ronaldo. England's another favorite in the tournament. I believe they're actually the odds on betting favorite. Not great when you have to play them in pool play then, but is what it is. So just kind of interesting breakdown of, of the world of sports that we're in and kind of getting a different, you know, different sport that most of us don't watch most of the time. True. Very but true. As always, go USA, beat the commies. And so just going off the Team USA thing, I watched the Redeem team um netflix okay have you have you watched this yet? i have not watched it yet it That's was the 20 it, is it the 2016 team no 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 the 2012 oh that's right coming 20, off of the 08 yes olympics 08 olympics where they got smoked actually wasn't it 2004 they got a bronze also i think i believe so because because they had like lebron and carmelo and right d wade on that 2004 team but they didn't get to play because they were just rookies. Right. And then 2008. Yeah, it had to be. 2008 was in Beijing and they got bounced early. If I'm no, not mistaken. No, this, this was. No, this was 2008. This 2008 was a redeemed team then. I'm pretty sure. Because that was right before LeBron went to Miami, wasn't it? I'm pretty. Well, anyways, the redeemed team um, documentary was very good. It showed a lot of the backgrounds in stuff. Okay. And um, it showed it showed Colby in a different light that you didn't see. Okay. Which was really cool and kind of... Yes, it was the, the 08 team after okay. the shocking performance at the 04 Olympics. Yes. Okay. And it was just kind of cool to see everybody become a team. And under Krzyzewski... Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
It was just cool. I watched it's it. It's definitely weekend, on my, so. my, my watch list. I, I would out. highly recommend it. All right. So with the positives, we got to talk the negatives. And Shauna, you said you had a nugget coming up here. Yeah. The holidays, man. People in stores. Go home. But you were out shopping. Yeah, I know. But I was. <laughs> I should have been out shopping. I don't know. It was just. It was nuts. Like, you couldn't even get in the stores because, like, the lines were outside of them. It was just, it was nuts. So, Noogie 2. Oh, and then you go to some of these stores where the, the, the line is out of the store, and they got one person checking them out. Mm-hmm. Like, get, and I know that there's a worker shortage and whatever, but, like, come on. It's the holidays. Get more people in there. Pay Open me up the wallets a little bit. Exactly. Pay me the money that you know your company is making and like let's get this line moving here shauna can go to state for checking out checking out people now instead of begging like she did that's right back in high school hey i checked out people (laughs) in high school too all right sean let's hear yours oh here we go i'm gonna make justin proud my nuggie's gonna be you yeah, you're of wrong course. about this, by the no, way. No, I'm not wrong about this. He is so correct. This this saved my week this week, so I'm going with this. That you had a noogie uh, two or th- two months ago. Yeah, I would say it was like right away. Kickers should not be in fantasy. They football. shouldn't. They absolutely should not why, be. Why not? It's it. This, you have no argument with this. My kicker got me 23 points. That's this why. Week. That's why. Why? So so what's the difference if you add that to the special teams? Or defense. It, what it, if it, a defense? They shouldn't, they shouldn't get special teams points for that either. Why? Yeah. It just it's it's a great benefit. There's still once in a while. Eric, points. you're just salty because you've never had a kicker that got you 23 points. I've had games jealous. where I've won because of my kicker, and I I just feel guilty about it. It's like this is stupid. Uh, no. The main the main per- components of my fantasy football team are my running backs, my receivers. And they should be the primary features. You shouldn't have a kicker getting you 23 points. You're getting bailed up by your kicker. Why? He got he kicked a 60-yard field goal. Right. Which is six points. Just And then a made field goal, it's another point. So that's seven points off one thing. Exactly. It's dumb. No, no it's, not. it's not. It's just it's... you're jealous because you never got one. I have had kickers get me like 15, 20 points. I just, I think it's wrong. So you're saying we shouldn't have defense and special teams either? I'd be okay with that too, to be honest with you. Eric is like such like a you're, you're, you're just a, a no fun person about fantasy football. Speaking of Shauna, how's your team doing right now? Yeah, I lost because of just or Justin Sean's kicker. But <laughs> man, if I had that kicker, I'd be sitting here boasting. <laughs> she she would be the same thing. Right I would now. Yeah, be doing she the would be. Same and then you'd be right sitting now. here. Kickers are stupid. Kickers whatever. No, I wouldn't be. No, because I feel like he would be like, yeah, heck yeah. That's rare. It's a rare for a kicker to get 23 points. So you're, let's run it, man. You're all up. Oh, I'm a Pat McAfee fan. Oh, I love yeah. the brand. Punchers I love the brand. Too. They are people too, but they don't belong in fantasy football. Ugh, God, oh, Eric. yeah. You're, you're just a disappointment. You're a yeah. disgrace. You're a disgrace to fantasy football. Um, everybody that's a part of the Root for Wisconsin League, could we overthrow Commish Fish and have a new commissioner and just make kickers worth more? Right. That's Can what, we do that? Me and Ramsey talked about that earlier this year and wanted, even if you attempted a 60-yard field goal, you got points. Hey, the champ, we decided Let's the champion. overthrow the commish. We decided early on the champion gets to make one rule change for next year. I'm all for that. All right. So you, me, or Rams have really got to win. <laughs> well, anyway, 
So Sean is going to lose again this week. Sean, we don't know this. She's only down 13. I don't think she has anybody playing tonight, does she? Yeah, she's got their kicker. Yeah. So Robbie Gold. So if her kicker goes off tonight. Yeah. Well, best of luck to both of you. I'm going to win my eighth straight game. Okay, Eric, no one cares. (laughs) Yeah. Tell tell me this when you get trounced in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Not going to. Yeah, you are. Hottest team in fantasy football. The deepest team in fantasy football. I wouldn't say that at all. No. You're getting lucky with Tony Pollard. It's not lucky. You. That's why you draft him. You draft him early. You draft Christian Watson with your last pick because of the potential that you he has. You dropped Christian Watson. I did not. Not in this league. Yes, you did. No, that was in the other league that we have. I think you're mixing up your stuff. Yeah, you're mixing up your leagues. So don't even, don't even go here. He's been on my team. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has, because I had him on the bench the first three-touchdown game. Guess who started him for this game? Yours truly, 21 points. Whatever. You're just, je- you're just jealous that my long-term planning kind of paid off for me. I'm not jealous of your team whatsoever. Yeah, why, would, why would you be jealous? Eight we're, straight we're wins. We're also in the playoffs. I didn't yeah. need eight straight wins to get in the playoffs. I'm right. on a I'm on a three game losing streak, and I'm still <laughs> the number one seed. You're the number two seed, actually, and Mark's making a serious case for that two seed. All right, whatever. Anyway, so Sean, I guess your nuggie is me. You're wrong, but it is what it is. <sighs> you know, I'm not even sure if I have a nuggie this week. I've been a pretty positive cat this last few, you know, this last week or so. The only thing I really gotta say is just the, the utter bitter cold of deer hunting, being outside. But that's Wisconsin. I'm okay with that. It's just way too cold or so early. Well, no, it's it, no. <laughs> honestly, it, it should have been this cold since honestly, like it's, October. It's such a weird year for deer hunting, though. Like I've, I you know, some people have got. There's been some nice deer that I've seen harvested. You know, congrats to Justin's wife Katie. Nice buck. My cousin Josh. Nice buck. A couple other people I know that gotten some does this last weekend. Uh, the monster buck shot by your buddies place yep. some nice deer out there getting being harvested very good for the state but really just kind of a slow bow season slow gun season all the way around because of the weather being so up and down where you know two three weeks ago we had 70 degrees and now we had six degrees so you know prime rut it was 60 degrees out no prime rut started last week i would say either way i mean that's still you know I mean, it's still 40, 50. And now we're sitting here where we've gotten snow every day and it's been six degrees and just miserable for that second, you know, that kind of that late rut run. It's November. I understand we're, that. We're but halfway through November. I understand that. But what I'm saying is just the, the drastic temperature where usually deer would be running more and they were this weekend or supposed to be. Everything on paper would say that they were supposed to be. You didn't see a whole, like, again, just a quiet year for hunting. Same thing kind of last weekend, prime rut, because of the different weather that was going through. Wasn't, you know, good hunting that week before. Was that span where it was, like I said, 60 degrees and raining all weekend. Probably should have been moving more then, but weren't because of the rain, you know, the, the warmth. They didn't have to. Just a weird deer hunting year. So that I guess that's my nuggie. But aside from that, like I said... Eight and three. It's going going to win three fancy football games this weekend. Life's good. Anyway, so what's weird, Wisconsin? We'll stay with this. So staying in the world of deer hunting, we've got our what's weird, Wisconsin story. And Sean, I'm going to let you kind of take the the 
the lead on this one because you're the one. I mean, I saw it over the weekend in myself, and I kind of forgot about it today. But you've got the article pulled up. Let's go. What do you got? Um, I got the article from a kid's first buck getting stolen out of the back of the vehicle down in Columbia County, which is over by Portage in Wisconsin Dells. Okay. Um, apparently, it got stolen out of the back of the vehicle at their place or at some it was on their property yeah it was on their property and the mother of the kid put it on facebook and it was shared over 2000 2500 times and ended up getting his buck back and the people are getting prosecuted for it but i don't know how people just do that to i mean it's well just first of all let's just talk in general like i mean i get wanting a nice buck and you know, this is coming from a guy. I mean, I don't know what your deer hunting record is, but I have not gotten a deer in 13 years. And I've gotten one deer in my life. I think I have two in my life. So, I mean, I am just as deer hungry as everybody else, if not more. But I would never, I, I literally, I cannot comprehend the idea of seeing a deer in the back of somebody's truck or on their property and being like, that's mine. Cause it's not. And the thing is, it was already, it was already caped out. So it's not like they stole it for the meat. They just stole the cape and the horns. It wasn't even, there was no meat attached to it. So it was just the hide. They wanted the rack. Yeah. Exactly. As simple as that. And I mean, it, it is a very good buck. I mean, I'll show you the picture right here. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a it's a very nice buck, and congrats to the hunter, you know, the young man who got him. Um, like I said, it's just it's one of those things, you know. If it had been the meat, I could almost see it in a different light. And I'm not excusing it still, but yeah, there's no excuse for it. But I could, you could put, I could get on board with it at some capacity. Like I could understand it. I wouldn't agree with it, but I could understand it. Yeah. It, this is just being stupid and greedy. Right, exactly. And I understand you don't know it's a kid's first buck. You don't know this. You don't know that. But it, it'd be the same thing for, like, shooting a deer off the side of the road. Yeah, it's just, it's the it's the general principle of the thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, I would I would rather have somebody shoot a deer off the side of the road. No. it's It's wrong, but I would rather have that than... You know, just be driving by somebody's house, and then I'm going to take that. It's so stupid. Yeah. I, I, I literally can't. What's this world coming to now? I yeah. Mean... <laughs> Isn't that an understatement right. in and of itself? Right, exactly. All right. Well, that will lead us to our draft segment. And this week's draft topic is the best of Thanksgiving. Now, we're going to go food. We're going to go activities. Whatever best of Thanksgiving, then the draft order will be myself, Shauna, Sean, Sean, and Snake backwards. So with the first you, pick, you, I'm gonna cut you off. You know this is BS that you get the first pick. In it was Wheel of Names. Both, Sean. both of these drafts. It was Wheel of Names. But it's also on your phone, so I'm thinking it's rigged. That's that's it not how that works. Could be. It's definitely rigged. Whatever. Anyway, first pick of the best of Thanksgiving draft. Come on, guys. I gotta go with the turkey. By far the best food. It's no. the main attraction that of is Thanksgiving. The worst yeah. take. Yeah. It's the main attraction. Is it though? It, you got to go number one. It's just the can't miss. It's the Trevor Lawrence, the Peyton Manning. All, all because Trevor Lawrence looks so good he's for the Jaguars. Good. 
It was a can't miss pick. Was he? Easily, yeah. Shauna. All right. Um see the turkey is not the best part. No. Um my first round Thanksgiving pick. This is this is tough. Um, I'm gonna go stuffing. Damn it. I thought I could sneak that later. Mom's stuffing. Chef's kiss. All right, Sean. Third pick and fourth pick. Third pick and fourth pick. I'm gonna go ham. Oh no. Yep. That that's wrong. It's one of my favorites. Wrong. You have ham at your Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, never Ugh. had that. The the best Ooh. the best the best thing is you take that ham and you cut it off, and the next day you have ham sandwiches for deer deer Ooh. in the deer blind. Oh, that's the best. It's not. Yes, it is. But anyways. Ham is not a Thanksgiving food. Why not? Just not. You're not. <laughs> I good. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then I'm gonna go pumpkin pie. Ooh. Solid choice. Okay, back to me. Back yep, to you. Back to you. All right. So stuffing. I'm gonna take football. Oh. Because I love I love like my it's oh it's been a tradition since we were little. My mom and my sisters always look at the the Black Friday ads. Dad and Sean are in the uh, living room watching football. Um, just a good little bonding time with good old Tom. So I'm going to go football as my second pick. Solid pick. Ooh, I'm you know, this is probably going to be a hot take. This probably shouldn't go number two. But since football is completely gone, I'm going to go with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <sighs> Eric, your draft sucks so yeah. far. It's just one of those things. You watch it when you're young. You, you flip it on at some no. point. I never watched it when I was no? young. No? No. I never. think it's the most boring yeah. part of Thanksgiving. It's, it's so boring. You're, it's okay to be wrong, guys. Um, it's still two against one. That, whatever. I don't even care. Um, so that that's a fun one. My third pick, I'm going to go with mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, okay. All right. I feel like that could have been your number two pick, but... Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a snake draft. I can I can get the savings on that third round contract versus the second round. So mashed potatoes and gravy. Round okay. three. Is it is it one or is you just take mashed potatoes? Uh-huh. It's mashed potatoes and gravy. It's it's the combo. You make the rules. You're the boss. Yeah. Uh, all right. Pick number three for me. Is going to be oh, is going to be. Pick number three for me is going to be canned cranberries. It comes out of the tube in the little shape of the can with the ridges, but they are top notch. Cannot do Thanksgiving without them. You you could have saved this for your last pick and nobody. Because I'm not going cranberries. I didn't care. I, I think it's I think it deserves pick three. So that's what we're doing. All right, Sean, what do you got? Pick three and... Can I go family? Yeah. Can I just go... Lame. F- well, you get, you get every, <laughs> everybody going going to Thanksgiving and having Thanksgiving together. I think, I think I'm going to go family with my third pick. That's a very heartwarming pick, Sean. Right. That's what I thought. And for uh, my fourth pick. What do I go with my fourth pick? Um, hmm. Uh, uh-huh. I'm gonna go apple pie. Oh, since, you since, bitch. Since 
dang it! <laughs> so I'm gonna go with that. Ah, that that's a good one. I'm that's sneaky. So angry because that was literally on the docket. Um, well, so you should have took it over cranberries. Uh, I don't think I could. All right, my fourth pick is gonna be chocolate milk. We growing up did not have chocolate milk very often. We only got chocolate milk on the holidays. So it is, it's the turkey, it's the stuffing, it's mashed potatoes, it's the chocolate milk. Oh, chocolate milk. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is weird. Weird picks, but it is what it is. All right. I'm going to go. So this is four and five for me. Yes. Ooh. This is tough because I've got a couple things I could go with. I'm going to go for my fourth pick since the two best pies are gone. Kind of a sneaky pie. Pecan pie. Mm-hmm. Very good dessert. At least you didn't go like mincemeat or anything. Oh, like that. hell no. But you have mincemeat pie? No. Huh? But pecan pie for number four. And I've got to go my number my fifth round pick. My mom only makes this around the holidays. My mom's fruit salad with like the fruit cocktail, cool whip. It's like almost like a it's like a I don't even know how to describe it, but it's yeah. it's cool whip, it's fruit cocktail, bananas, grapes. Uh it's just freaking delicious. Makes it for the holidays, put some sugar, you know, you put sugar in it when you mix it too. It's so good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had that from your mom. Yeah, I don't know either. I think I don't know if you have, other than unless I brought it home, but I don't remember. Well, right away, you don't bring her home any st- anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shauna, pick five. All right, um, pick number five. <sighs> See, you were right. We are gonna run out of stuff. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, this is terrible radio. Terrible radio. Um. Oh, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes with the marshmallows and like the caramelized. Oh, yum. Yeah, sweet potatoes. Oh, actually, I'm going to swap that out. No, no, no. Nope, it's locked in. Uh, no swapping. It's locked no. in. We can go through an honorable mention if you want. Oh, man. Or you can just say it and I can take it. I'm sad now. All right, Sean, pick five. I was going to go Black Friday shopping. Okay. Because how, how didn't that get picked yet? That's why I was waiting for that. Oh, Black Friday shopping. Nope, nope, nope. Black Friday shopping. <laughs> okay, we got How to make a TikTok on podcast. <laughs> How to make a TikTok on podcast, guys. Black Friday shopping. Okay. See, I'm surprised that you didn't go with that. You want yeah, the sweet potatoes yeah, over sweet Black potatoes Friday over shopping? shopping? I like the food, guys. The food on Thanksgiving is unmatched. It's just, it's. And Your first pick was football. No, it wasn't. Second My pick was first football. pick was stuffing. Second pick was football. It's a unique day. It's so, are, so many honorable mentions. So what other foods do we, we got for Thanksgiving? Do you guys do like See, a green bean casserole? Or yes. Anything uh, like that's that? I'm not a big fan of that. Green bean casserole. We do like a cheesy cauliflower rice broccoli thing. We do cheesy potatoes. For we do oh, cheesy potatoes. Mac we do and corn. Cheese. I've never done mac and cheese, but... Oh, we didn't even do corn. Corn, a big lump with knobs. 
Buns? It has the juice. Yeah, buns. Buns. Yeah. Like you, you always get, uh, what are they called? The Hawaiian rolls? The Hawaiian rolls, yeah. See, and my you, grandma makes homemade buns. Well, yeah. There's there's nothing better than the homemade ones. But My mom always got the Piggly Wiggly brand. Mm, yeah. Those are always good, too. They were. Now, one thing I, I'm so. I was going to go with this as my fifth pick, but I couldn't bring myself to do it because it's too vague. Just the snacks beforehand. Like, you got this cheese and sausage tray. No, no. My fam does not snack before. We save all of our our energy for see, main meal. See, the snacking for me is Christmas time. Yes. Over, over oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. Because you always got the tray of the cookies. Yup. Or, you know, the Christmas M&M's. Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs suck. Deviled eggs are awesome. Deviled eggs are they're, literally I the worst. I could eat five trays of those things just by myself. They're they're nothing like a pickled egg because pickled eggs oh, are I way, love better, pickled eggs way too. better than deviled eggs. But yes. they're both awful. No. Pickled eggs are, oh, with a little jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, you don't you can't see... Thanksgiving Day is a strategy because you got to get up and you got to eat a little bit of breakfast to wake the stomach up, cure the hunger because you're smelling the food all day long. Right. And there's a lot of people like now that, you know, we're older, we have multiple Thanksgivings Mm -hmm. to go to. I, however, only have one, but you got to wake up the stomach. So you have to have like a light breakfast. And then I don't I don't eat the rest of the day. I save all my dinner. For my Thanksgiving meal. See, that's how you shrink, though. You're not getting as much. You got to get more efficient. I don't think so. You can't snack all day because then you're not hungry for the dinner. Yeah, Christmas is the snack time. Well, Christmas is a snack time, but they both can be. I I got two Thanksgivings this year, and I'm looking forward to it because uh, I have that. none. <laughs> yes, you are. You're going to have Thanksgiving here. I'm by default. I am. I'm not going to be here for the main sit down portion. You're going to miss it by like an hour. Oh, so you get to eat after. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to clean up or anything. <laughs> he planned this. Yeah, he probably I did. wish I could plan this. I am at the mercy of the college basketball schedule. But I'm so excited for two Thanksgivings. Oh, all the food's going to be phenomenal. And you know what? An honorable mention is the leftovers the oh, next day. Second yeah. meal. And you make Not even the next day. No, 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 no. Next day and you make the with the with the bun, and you put the 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 you just put it all on. You, you stack the, it up and you, you eat it as a sandwich. <laughs> See, I think the I think the better of the leftovers is when it's still like not necessarily second helping, but like, you know, for us who go hunting, you know, we go hunting after lunch or whatever, and then you come back and like my mom and my aunt and my cousins are usually going through like the Black Friday ads and it gets to be about dinner time and you have that second dinner. Where it's kind of cold from from being in the fridge, but it's still kind of warm too. Put in the microwave for just a little bit, but so it's still pretty fresh yet too. That no. second dinner. No, my my votes for next day. Yeah, because you, you take that in deer stand, and when we were growing we were growing up, we had fi- wood stoves in the in the deer stand, so you'd put it on like your aluminum foil pans that you mm. had had the pie in, and you'd. S- You'd heap that and then put it on the put it on the wood stove and warm it up a little bit and oh yeah that was the best. There's yeah. Nothing better. I just can't believe you're a ham family. Yeah, I've never really no not we, for oh. Thanksgiving. I like Christmas we have ham. Yeah, ham is more of a ham. Christmas food and Easter, Easter food, but yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. Like, that's we Turkey Day, man. It's literally Turkey Day. Do you do you not have turkey then? No, we have we have both. Oh, you got both. Yeah, we do both. Oh. Because they usually, usually my cousin smokes the turkey, 
Okay. And brines it and everything, everything sure. that way. And then he, he, somebody usually does a ham too. Okay. Another one is baked beans. Ooh, I could go without those. We don't too. have baked beans really? on Thanksgiving. I'm not oh. a big baked beans person. Like we know this. Like I've become less of a. I mean, I'm not like a super picky eater like my brother is. You're still picky enough. I'm picky enough, and I've kind of You're expanded my horizons. Way pickier than. Well, than I've you expanded, give yourself credit for. <laughs> I've expanded my horizons over the last several years or so. Sure, but baked beans is just one of those things that just never tripped my trigger. Did you guys know I didn't have my first real Thanksgiving till I was like 18? Really? really? Yeah. Cause uh, so what would happen is the guys would all go up north, mm-hmm. and then uh, they'd go hunting, and they wouldn't come home for Thanksgiving. They do now, but they didn't come home for Thanksgiving. So, um, my mom, my sisters, and I, and my aunts and my cousins, we'd go over to my grandpa's house and like clean it and decorate it for Christmas for him, and we usually spend the whole day doing that. So we never like had Thanksgiving food. So typically my Thanksgiving food was like macaroni and cheese and hot dogs <laughs> or like dino nuggets. Or uh, one year we had we went to the Chinese restaurant because that's always open on Thanksgiving. Um, and so, you know, we'd we'd return back to school and they'd be like, oh, right about your Thanksgiving weekends. And I'd be like, I had you know Chinese Chinese or (laughs) macaroni and cheese and hot dogs so when we got to have my first Thanksgiving when I was 18 years old I now live for this holiday and it is unmatched it's the only holiday you don't have to like give gifts or think about or whatever there's no expectation it's almost it's a close the close second would be 4th of July see I think 4th of July is just drinking I yeah, mean, that's the, the one out. thing that Thanksgiving is missing. <laughs> it doesn't have to, though. Yeah, usually we have Bloody Marys, so. Yeah, we have usually, like, a drink or two, but, like, you know. The 4th of July is, like, centered on drinking, and if you have, like, cheeseburgers or hot dogs. Brats. Great. Yeah, brats. Brats. I was brats. just kind of going through the the list. Sheboygan brats. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. On a Sheboygan hard roll. Oh, I don't. I, Squizzit. Hot take. Hot take. I, I do not get the hype of the hard roll. Like, the hard roll. Bun. Have you had a hard roll? I don't know if I have or not. It's a good <sighs> bun. It's it's. There's a lot of people that are not from Sheboygan that say that it's too much bun. Um, it's. I don't think it's too much. It's just not. It's not the hype. I mean, it's it's so hyped Oh, it up. definitely is worth the the hype. The Sheboygan hard roll is unmatched. And the fact that you cannot get anything near it up here. Is just it burgers suck up here. You you act like we're so far away. <laughs> yeah, we're so far away. Uh, well, I'm just saying there's nothing I mean in the restaurants like in Sheboygan, like you order a sandwich and you know you're gonna get a hard roll. But here so, it's so, like the bun is so small and the bun runs out before you're even done with the the so sandwich. When are we taking a route for Wisconsin field trip and going and going so you to can Sheboygan have your first so hard roll? Have, yeah. When are you free? Yeah. I don't know. We got to go do the Frankie's challenge. Yeah, we got to go do the challenge. On a Sheboygan hard roll. Yeah. I want to go do that challenge. So January, when there's nothing, when the snow's flying. Well, not when the snow's flying, but when it's cold. That's and danger, Shauna. When it's cold and there's nothing to do, we're going to take a, a trip down to ooh, peppermint shake. Yuck. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like peppermint. Peppermint's horrible. Really? What's no. your favorite like seasonal flavor then? If you don't like peppermint, I don't have a seasonal flavor. You don't like pumpkin or like hot chocolate or like I, I peppermint. Like pu- I like pumpkin pie, but that whole pumpkin spice latte, no, <sighs> not for this guy. 
I don't even like the shamrock shakes. So. Oh my goodness. Why it's... do you hate fun? Really, you're turning this around on me. Yeah. I hate fun. Why do you hate fun? No, Eric hates fun. Eric does not Sean hate fun. Sean just doesn't like good flavors. <laughs> Eric does not hate fun, and Sean, Eric likes good flavors. Sean just needs normal, oh, yeah. normal flavors. Sean likes vanilla. Yep, exactly. Vanilla and strawberry. Interesting, but not peppermint. So, do you like gum? Yeah, but I only like like my favorite gum is Big Red. The oh, yeah, like the cinnamon, the cinnamon gum. Oh yeah. God, that's that, a good. That's, that's my favorite. Like eighty. Oh, I like Big Red, though, yeah. too. Ugh. That's like the worst gum. No. No. The only thing that Big Red is good for is the Ricky Bobby commercial. If you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. That's the only thing Is your good toothpaste for. cinnamon? No. It's, no. That's mint, but that's, that's mint. toothpaste. So. Gotcha. It is what it is. Interesting. You guys are confusing people. What? We're the smart people. I bet you more people are going to be on our side than your side. Well, so here's what I... So we're going to peel this bandaid off before we talk Packers and sports and whatever. <laughs> we got to go... So Shauna doesn't like mint. Except what? Shamrock Shakes. What are you talking about? You don't like mint. What are you talking about? I thought you didn't like mint-flavored stuff. Like, you don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream, but you like Shamrock Shakes. I don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream because of the chips in it. That kind of checks out. I like smooth mint. I don't like chunky stuff. What I don't like is bacon. Yeah, Sean doesn't like bacon. I don't like bacon in my stuff. I only like plain bacon. And, like, the only thing that bacon's allowed in is BLT. But, like, bacon in, like, eggs, like, when you, like, chop it up Mm -hmm. and put it in stuff, I don't like that. Like an omelet? Yeah, I don't like that. So, like, a burger with bacon on it? No. No? No. Hard pass. Omelet with bacon in it, hard pass. So like a salad with like bacon bits on it? Hard pass. She doesn't like croutons either. Yeah, that's a disappointment. I've I've seen I've seen this guy eat a whole bag of croutons. Yeah, same. So. He would go like when we first started dating, he would have like bags of croutons. And I was like, Why do you, what what do you have so many croutons right. for? Like you're a single guy and no you're not eating salad. <laughs> and he's like, Whoa, I'm, eat I'm eating croutons. I'm eating croutons. They're with- better than chips. No, they're not. No. They're just, it's really hard bread. It's better for you than chips. Mm. Not really. There's probably way more, eh, probably not more salt, but probably just as much salt. And for the record, I only like a few croutons. You hate croutons. So, okay, okay. Here's another question since we're on the salad thing. And <laughs> this popped into my head. So you go to a restaurant. Sure. Like Texas, I'm going to use Texas Roadhouse as an example. Garden salad or Caesar salad? Caesar salad. House salad always. Oh, I'm Caesar. I'm Caesar salad. I don't like tomatoes. But well, you'll eat anchovies? Why don't I eat anchovies? In Caesar salad. I don't they think aren't. Yes, it is. It's The Caesar dressing is made with anchovies. Yeah, made with. I like ketchup, but I don't like tomatoes. You're just weird. There's fish inside. Ever since I found that out, Caesar salad has been like, well. No. I don't care about anchovies. Okay, okay question now because now <laughs> now we're on this we would go to the texas roadhouse the other week <laughs> I eric up. orders a salad caesar salad and goes yeah i'm gonna have a caesar salad with ranch i was and tired. i was like was okay n- no <laughs> do not even sit here and say that it was a long day no because your excuse was when i when the lady the lady looked at him like <laughs> um it's a caesar salad it comes with dressing. dressing eric's like yeah 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 okay then he tries to lie to me when i like kind of made fun of him he goes they always ask you at other Texas roadhouses. So I was just like being prepared. I have. N- you no. order a Caesar salad at Texas Roadhouse. Have they ever said what dressing? No. 
Never. No. I've been asked that before. No, you, no, you have I not. You I have. Eric, you're just trying to lie because you got embarrassed. No, I, I'm i not embarrassed by that. I think it was funny. Like, it was, I was tired. It was a long day. Okay. And I just like Caesar salad with ranch. I don't, I don't like tomatoes. I didn't want to fuck with tomatoes. You can get you a, can you can get a whole salad, house without, salad tomatoes. without tomatoes. They even ask you cheese, eggs, uh, oh, tomatoes, whatever. Eggs are the best in that. Oh, no. so good. Oh, no, the house wrong. salad at Texas Roadhouse is superior. No, you eggs gotta just go to a salad. straight up salad bar at oh, a supper club. Oh yeah, eggs don't belong in salad. Tomatoes are gross. The little chopped up eggs at the salad bar that you just mm-hmm. I just load those on. Yeah, disgusting. So. Here we go again. Brain. Um, you get a house salad. Just what what's your you get you get in ranch. Ranch. Uh it depends. It depends where I am. Okay. Because I like the dressings at certain places. Oh. So I like the Italian dressing at Texas Roadhouse. Everywhere else is usually ranch because I like the ranch. Supper clubs exclusively ranch and French. Because the French at supper clubs is like thick. Mm-hmm. And I mix them. I can't think of like another are place. Gross. Mine, mine's mine's French dressing with blue cheese. Yes. So. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> You're so. eating fucking mold. Yes. It's literally mold. Yeah, and it's so good. It is not. It's disgusting. Have you you have you even tried it? Yes. No, you, no, you have not. Every when I was time. Six years old. Eric. Right. Oh, oh, I changed my palate to. Make, I have my palate older. has grown, but I'm not eating fucking mold. I'm a big like. So you don't like mushrooms. I've I've come around on mushrooms. So what's the difference between a fungus and mold? It's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Yes, it is. Here. Eric's came around though on many different kinds of beers and coffee, and blue cheese is the next step. So blue cheese is, the is the not step. fucking happening. Yes, it is. I've given you mushrooms. I've done. I've grown up to peppers. I like peppers now. Look at him. Stuff. He sounds like he's five. <laughs> Ooh, I agree. Put peppers in my omelet. My mom made me omelet when I got back from hunting yesterday. Did Aww. you have peppers in it? You're damn right I did. It was Aww. amazing. Mama, no, Mama Joel for the win. Mama Joel for the win. After I gave her a noogie at the beginning of the month because she had terrible Halloween candy. I can't believe you gave your mom a noogie. Yeah. You're just a disappointment I'm, for that. Whatever. We're sorry, Joe. I was not on that one, yeah. so I couldn't I couldn't stop him. But rest assured, he did get a, a punch for that one. It is what it is. Had a bacon and peppers and cheese omelet yesterday after I came in from deer hunting. Just greatness. No, I'm a I'm a I'm a blue cheese with my wings person. Mm-hmm. And if the blue cheese touches my wings, Eric will be like, I no, I won't even no. try it. No, it's, it's literally mold. I'm not eating mold. Eric, you're dramatic. Yeah, you're very dramatic. It's literally mold though. Like, look it up. Is that what so, does your dad like blue cheese though? No, no, he doesn't. No. Absolutely not. My dad doesn't either. My mom, my mom loves it. See, mine's the opposite. My mom, my mom doesn't eat it, but my dad does. Because yeah, you're literally eating mold. Eric, give give it a shot. Give it a shot. I'm not going to. I'm I'm telling you right now. There's there's three things in my life I'm never going to like. Okay, let's it's hear them. Tomatoes. Oh jeez. Like raw tomato. Okay. I like tomato products. Like, you, you are ridiculous. The, the best thing in the world is. She mentioned BLTs. Yes. Take a fresh tomato out of the garden. A little salt, a little pepper. Yup. Pepper. 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 And put your bacon on there. You get your pepper pig then. Some lettuce and toast your to- toast your toast. Toast your toast. You got your pepper, your pepper pig. And my toast. And your toast. And ooh. Huh. There's nothing better than a tomato fresh out of the garden. So tomatoes. Yeah, so good. 
blue cheese, deviled eggs. You're missing out. The deviled eggs with the raw dog sandwich at Christmas time. Mm. That's I'll sit out the deviled eggs. Do we raw meat? The raw meat I, sandwiches. I have raw not. beef. At, oh, they're so good. So when you you talk that, what are you actually talking about? It's like ground. It's called ground round. So is it like ground, ground like ground or hamburger? Yeah, it's hamburger. It's not like the ground bologna. Like, have you had um, like ring bologna? Yeah. And then you grind it up in a grinder and put pickles and mayo. I think it is. Yeah, my mom makes that. No, yeah. that's and not what we, we do. We call it ground bologna sandwiches. No, we do. Uh, we call them raw dogs, and it's uh a piece of white bread with butter, and then the meat, and then um, I like mine with brown mustard and an onion, and then a bunch of salt. But yeah, that that's... and a deviled egg at Christmas. Who loses the deviled egg? Have you had the raw beef sandwiches? Not at your Christmas. I've had them before, though. Oh. Why? What's What's wrong with the deviled egg? So you eat it's raw beef, for me. but you won't eat. You won't. You You will not eat blue cheese, but you'll eat raw beef. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I fully acknowledge that. <laughs> my My takes don't always make sense, but they are genuine. This is who you're gonna marry, Eric. We had buffalo <laughs> chicken pizza the other night, and it had blue cheese had on it. No, it didn't. It no, it, it didn't. It was blue cheese. It was ranch. No, it wasn't. Yes, it, what? it was from Toppers. It was ranch. Are you I sure? I ordered the thing. I don't know about that. Very particular on this. Don't mind blue cheese. <laughs> Whatever. You, you're wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Yep. All right. So I suppose we're almost an hour into this thing. We should probably talk some sports. Yeah. It's really, been a while. Do, do we really have to? Um. Well, the Badgers managed to win. Um, well, they didn't. No, they they didn't. did. They did not cover, but they did win. Oh. They won fifteen to fourteen. Is that uh, why we lost? Yeah, I thought. Oh, I thought yeah. they lost because okay. we they were a ten point favorite going into the game. I thought they lost. No, they won on a Graham Mertz two yard quarterback sneak with like thirty seconds to go. Okay. They were a ten point favorite. Um, ugly game, but they are officially bull bound. That wins uh, clinches bull eligibility for them. They will. F- Host Minnesota this weekend for the Axe. Uh, just a kind of a, I, I love this rivalry. The oldest rivalry in college sports. For those of you that don't know. Uh, playing for Paul Bunyan's Axe. Originally, while we're talking about this, it used to be a slab of bacon they played for. Nice. And then I believe like 1940s, 1950s, they switched to the, the Axe trophy. The traveling trophy with the, the Axe and colored on both sides for both teams. Uh, majority of our lifetime, the Badgers dominated this series, but it wasn't until I believe two, three years ago where they actually took the overall series lead. But majority of our lifetime, the Badgers have dominated the series. Um, just some, I mean, college football rivalries are the best. I really, I mean, there's no topping like the trophy games and this weekend in particular, I mean, like the Badgers, I believe play for three trophies a year between Iowa nebraska and now um minnesota minnesota but this weekend you've got auburn alabama you'll have all of the other trophy games michigan ohio state um so many other games i mean i i could probably go through the list but this is uh you'll have virginia virginia tech is another one um so many out there they're they're actually gonna play that game i as of right now i believe they're playing that game okay 
I'm not 100% down that. I don't know if that's changed. But as of right now, that game is a go. Um, but yeah, just kind of looking through. So coming up, you've got like NC State, North Carolina. That's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, UCLA, California, another one. Georgia, Georgia Tech, where that game's probably not going to be even close. But Georgia Tech, always with that option offense, yeah. never know what you're going to get on any given day. Army, Clemson, Army South Navy Carolina. This weekend? No, that'll be coming up That's December. Actually, December 10th. Oh, uh, okay. The weekend of RPW Destiny 2 uh, is the Army Navy game. But I saw Navy release their uniforms for that game. They're going to be like a, Na- a NASA theme. Oh, really? It is fucking sweet. Cool. Um, couple. I'm just trying to like, take a look at some of the other games out there. Illinois, Northwestern, Oregon, Oregon State. Um, so it's going to be a good weekend for college football. Great weekend. The last weekend is always of the regular seasons, usually rivalry weekend, trophy weekend. And you've got a lot of games at stake. Obviously, I mean, for lack of a better way, because of the division set up in the Big Ten, Michigan, Ohio State, essentially the Big Ten championship. In essence, I mean, it very well, you know, maybe you get an upset, but let's be real, probably not. Um, Tennessee Vanderbilt was probably a lot better before uh, Hooker towards ACL. But you'll have that game. You've got Notre Dame USC this weekend. That'll be fun. Um, so college football really, like I said, just one of its best weekends of the year. And our Wisconsin Badgers are a three and a half point favorite to win back the axe at Camp Randall. So we'll talk about that game a little bit later. We'll pick it a little bit later. Um, but yeah, escaping the weekend with a gritty, not pretty win. Um, trailed for most of the game until 30 seconds left. That touchdown put them up for the first time all game. And say what you will about Graham Mertz, the guy is clutch, or has been as of late anyway. Uh, Jim Leonard's team ready to play. Kind of interesting to see what this rivalry, his first, you know, maybe only because he's still not officially the head coach. But I I thought I seen something that he was officially going to be the head coach. I think, it, I think or... they're leaning towards it, but they have not officially... As far as I know, have they haven't officially, officially announced it. Right. Um, so it seems like it's all but his. I mean, realistically, I can't imagine them offering it to anybody else. But Deion Sanders. That'd probably be about the only. But I see. I seen he got one. He got offers from South Florida. And I think Vanderbilt. There was a few that had. There was, uh... there was a few that because they went 11 and 0 this year. They did, Jackson State. Um, so, yeah, so just a good, uh, you know, good college weekend. How was the guy at Kansas doing? Uh, Lance Leopold? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Kansas did fall off a little bit there. I know, I know they fell off, but like, um, he's, like, could he still be a candidate for other jobs or probably not? I don't think he will be this year. I think... I think the Badgers are probably really the only one that would probably come knocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure if that's official. I'm sure there are going to be teams that inquire, but I, I got to feel like they'd probably be like the best setup. But I really think that that's going to be Jim Leonard's job to lose. I, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on that one. And so I'm very, I'm very excited to kind of see what route, um, you know, how he gets these guys ready for this Axe game, his first year as the head coach. So, anyway, that's our Badger report. Uh, just kind of stay in the world of college sports. 
Uh, Green Bay men continued their losing ways. Now they did cover <laughs> against the Badgers. I want to be want to be upfront about that. They did cover one game in the last few days here. Um, good played their probably their most complete game offensively and defensively against Wisconsin. Uh, lost that one by twelve. They had it within six most of the second half. So very good contest on that front. They were in the Jersey Mike's Jamaican Classic. Uh, played Queens College of Charlotte, actually. Not, not, not oh, Charlotte. Where, yeah, that's where it is. Queens College. New to Division One this year, but a perennial D2 powerhouse. And then Utah Valley was last night's game. Okay. Um, so they lost both of those. They are returning to host their first regular season action this weekend uh, against former Horizon League foe. Uh, UIC, who is no longer in the Horizon League, they bounced to the Missouri Valley Conference, I believe. What's UIC? What is it? University of Illinois Chicago. Okay. The Flames. Okay. Um, so they'll be facing off. They sign on for a home and home. So next year and this year, just to kind of keep that rivalry going, I'm assuming that'll probably be one that continues long term, at least for probably at least for Milwaukee and Green Bay at the very least, just okay. with the proximity. Um, but both, I believe. Both teams playing them this year. Uh, the Green Bay women won over the weekend. They won Friday night over St. Louis, over the Billikens. A very close game. They'll be traveling to Florida for their holiday tournament. They play Thursday and Friday. Uh, Thursday, they are playing University of Florida, the Gators. Oh, really? Um, oh, man. Which there's not betting odds on that because usually you don't see those for women's uh, college basketball. But... Green Bay typically plays, I mean, they're a mid-mount major power. Uh, would not be surprised to see them come out with a victory. I'm not right. predicting it per se, but they've, I believe, every year they knock off, at least the last, well, as far as I can remember, they usually knock off at least one power five a year mm-hmm. when they play a power five team. Now, they did have the 2020 break yeah. because of COVID or whatever, but uh, last year, I believe, they knocked off Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. Uh, so looking to continue their winning ways. The Florida Gators are 4-1 and one on the young season. They've played really nobody worth uh, mentioning here. FAMU, UNC Asheville. They did lose to Florida State in an early contest, and then Bethune-Cookman uh, and Furman. So sure, probably their second <laughs> best opponent. Um, and then Florida will turn around and play Houston. And the Green Bay women, I believe, on Saturday are scheduled to play, or Friday, excuse me, are scheduled to play Northeastern. Um, in the St. Pete Showcase. So they'll be down in Florida. So I'll, that's where I'll, I'll be in the radio studio. Uh, Going to be in Florida? Friday. I wish, dude. The, imagine <laughs> if I could have been in Jamaica last weekend and Florida this weekend. That would have been great. Shauna would not have been happy. <laughs> what if Shauna was with? Well, I might have been happy. <laughs> See, I can always turn that. Mm-hmm. But it was like Brian, uh, the men's play-by-play guy, was talking about how uh, how warm it was and how much time he spent by the pool all weekend and on their all-inclusive resort and all that. Son of a bitch. Right. You know? I'm, right. I'm telling him on Sunday night about how, yeah, I sat out in the woods. It was six degrees without wind chill. And with wind chill, I think it was like minus two, minus three. He's sitting there, yeah, I... Uh, I was by the pool with a drink in my hand almost all weekend. You fucking dick. <laughs> Good guy, though. Salty there. Just jealous of the situation, not the person. Right. 
Um, so that's college sports, Badgers, men's basketball. Uh, we'll be traveling to, I believe they're in the battle for Atlantis this year. Um, so they'll be traveling out of country for their Thanksgiving tournament. They will be playing in the Bad Boy Motors Battle for Atlantis, their first game, 1.30 on Wednesday against Dayton. And then, depending on how results fall from there, um, Dayton opening that game looks like they are the early favorite. They don't have a spread on that game either, but uh, Dayton opening as an early favorite. Big, uh, big year for the Flyers. They're currently ranked. They've taken down Lindenwood, SMU, UN, or they've lost to UNLV, and then beat Horizon League opponent Robert Morris. So they'll have the Badgers coming up here in their first game of the Battle for Atlantis. So college sports. Great. Great report here. Um, which really, I mean, the Bucks still the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks are the Bucks. So. Um, the Brewers really haven't done anything of note. They made a trade over the weekend. If they waived Brent Suter. We could talk about that. Yeah, we. Uh, that's the kind Raptor. Of, that's kind of a, very disappointing. Very disappointing to lose a guy like that. I think club, clubhouse wise, I, I think, think it's that's more gonna... disappointing for the clubhouse. I I'm very okay with him not having a spot on the roster. I I, I the performance just wasn't there. Yeah, but it was it was too. I he, was he was I was kind of calling for his job to be honest with you. Well, you're calling for everybody's job, that's so not true. <laughs> that's far from true, actually. <laughs> so, but I, that that was just kind of disappointing to see that because I know he's. They talked. They talked about oh, it's a bigger loss for the city of Milwaukee, I think, right? Than it is for the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, I think so, because he did so much in the community. That... So much in the community. So, and again, you know, this is not a knock on Brad Suter. Like, great guy in the clubhouse. I mean, team morale. You know, again, great community member. He's a guy that every team should have somebody like that. But just for my, as a pure Brewers fan, as like the results. You couldn't trust him in late games. Yeah, but other he, wasn't, than, he wasn't your late game guy, though. He was your he extra was inning in guy. Middle. He was like your yeah. he was your extra inning guy, and in that he was he was your starters getting roughed up, and let's put him in in the third inning. He was that, but he he had a lot of. I mean, this is probably his worst year record wise because he had a lot of losses in extra inning games, which isn't necessarily fair because you got that bullshit Manford running at second, which is finally gone. Oh, that's um, done this year now? It will be this year. I believe that's done. It's That was the dumbest role. Yeah. I just, I, I, I'm I, all for, you know, I think pitch clocks are stupid, but I, I can. That that I understand. but the I whole... can understand it, but the, the runner on second is just, we saw some of the best postseason baseball this year because there was not that extra runner on second. Right. So anyway, um, but yeah, Brent Suter gone. Brewers did make a trade for, with the Rays for Javi Guerra. Not to confuse a junior Guerra. Um, well, I was going to say that name sounds familiar, but okay. So Brewers picking up a bullpen option or bullpen pitcher. Um, also, I think we talked last week about reacquiring Peyton Henry. Yep. And then also just kind of worth noting that the, a lot of teams have been calling on Colton Long. Um, Colton Long had his option picked up, his $10 million option picked up for the 2023 season. Mariners were heavily in on him. Um, still not officially over yet i think they've been kind of talking about the possibility of colton wong exchange for cooper hummel uh formerly of the diamondbacks so they actually traded 2021 to the diamondbacks the brewers did um in the eduardo escobar trade but now kind of looking maybe to get him back for your catcher depth 
Um, Omar Narvaez officially got his option. I think we talked about him not coming back. A lot of teams projecting him to go to Chicago to fill in for Wilson Contreras, but not a whole lot of options. Wilson Contreras is done from? Free agent as well. Um, Kind of the big surprise, I guess, across MLB was the Dodgers non-tendered Cody Bellinger. I, yes, I did see this. Um, so Cody yeah. Bellinger, the 2019 MVP, yeah, so. is a free agent. Um, he's looking for a one-year deal, which, honestly, if I'm the Brewers, I'm giving him a call. Right. Left-handed I hitter. I don't know where you're going to play him, but. Left-handed hitter. I'm sure you can find a spot. Well, you got to figure outfield spot or first base. One of the... Absolutely. We're but... not going to pay for him. For a one-year deal? Why not? No, no, no. I yeah I I I would don't see him fitting anywhere for the Brewers is the issue. I'd give him a call though. Yeah, I'd give him a call, but but you already got who who are you figuring? You figuring Yelich as your DH if he's healthy. Yep. Rowdy at first. You got the rookie. Who is the rookie? Who am I thinking of? What what spot? Center. Uh, Garrett Mitchell. Garrett Mitchell. And Tyron Taylor. Tyrone Taylor or Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro is he? I mean, that's those are your four outfielders. I feel like Belly's too big of a star. See, but the thing with him looking for a one-year deal, I, th- I think you kick the tires on it. Well, yeah, of course you kick the tires on and it. It's, right. a, it's a pretty solid bat. Um, but you don't sign. The only thing I think that kind of as of right now, the birds are projected for a one hundred twenty-three dollar pay or one hundred twenty-three million dollar payroll this year just with all their arbitration stuff coming up um, and those decisions and their tendered contracts and whatnot is the current projection. Uh, I don't. You think you think they make any big trades this summer? I think they're probably more likely to be sellers than buyers. Oh, I, I totally I agree with you there. Don't love. I wish they, you know, I would be in favor. You know, if you're going to at least have this mentality of trying to be relevant as opposed to winning championships i'd at least rather have you kind of buy in a little bit that's why i think a bellinger one-year deal makes sense well and then just flip them at the deadline well that or if he's having a pretty good year i mean a decent year for well that or you you have a good bet you have a essentially a fifth outfielder because you don't have mccutcheon anymore true and you have a probably better bat than what you had in him um, you could platoon him, like you said, at first base with Rowdy if you need to, or even kind of platoon him with the DH situation. Um, no, because you got to figure Gelich is going to get hurt because he always does. Right. And I mean, really, kind of the benefit, I mean, the nice thing about having a guy like Cody Bellinger around, first of all, just the marketing, the Yelly and Belly t shirts. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> Ad Nazi, if you're listening, I've got, I've got your t shirt for you. Um, but. I think it's a guy you kick the tires on. I, well, I'd say I could say you know, have him be that right fielder because Renfro or or left fielder for that matter, because Yelich had a terrible year defensively. Oh, well, of course he did. And really, you saw him really thrive in that DH leadoff spot, um, with the, the second chapter of his career, really the third chapter of his career, being where it is. I think you know if you can keep him off the out of the field as much as possible, where he's just focusing on hitting. Um, that's always great. You can have Garrett Mitchell in center field. You can I, have I, if if we do sign Bellinger, I, I would say Bellinger in center because like we we sure. had, we talked about way before that. I don't. I don't, I, don't think... I don't think Garrett Mitchell is a true center fielder. No. Either. I think he's a corner outfielder. Right. 
Um, but he was playing there by necessity. Same thing with Tyrone Taylor, playing there by necessity. And I I think I think you sign somebody. I think Tyrone Taylor's the odd man out. I think he might get traded. You might throw him in because I, in my opinion, I think um, Keston here is going to get traded this year or this off season. I very well. But he's he, not going to be like a top end trade though. That's not a problem. That's the that's a bad thing. Where last year at this at this time we were talking, we could get a very good bat, very good pitcher for for you package him and one other guy. And see, I think you package Tyrone Taylor and Kesson here. I think you get a pretty decent. You get something. Yeah, I mean, you don't really need a starter, so you can probably get a better bat out of that. And I think. I'm pretty sure Keston still has minor league options. I don't know about Tyrone Taylor's contract status on that front. Yeah, or or you do the Colton Wong trade and then you get another. Or no, you'd probably bring up Bryce. Would Bryce you bring, Trang. Up, bring up him? He's they named him in the forty man roster this offseason. I think mostly to protect him out of the Rule Five draft. Okay, but he is on the forty man as of right now. So I'd be. I think you kind of maybe go that route. Maybe you, you could even possibly get a third base bat um, and move Luis Urias to second base. That's more of his natural position anyway. Yep. Um, if you go that route, that's just an option. Now, I do like him actually as a third baseman. I think he's got a great glove for it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just, I'm, I just worry about the arm. Yeah. I mean. So definitely an option. I mean, you've got. Who's shortstop? Well, yeah, Damos. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. That's why I couldn't think of it. Was it a normal guy? For some reason, JJ Hardy propped in my hand, and I knew it wasn't JJ Hardy. <laughs> Shout out to JJ Hardy. JJ Hardy and Orlando Arcia were the guys that popped in my head. So you skipped a whole just a generation right. of Brewer shortstops. They had like a rotating door there for so long. Right. Uh, I know. While I... we're while we're talking about Unieski Bentoncourt, true. Just while we're throwing out random shortstops, Sean, yeah. you got a random Brewer shortstop for us? No. El Sadie's Escobar. Remember oh him? yeah. I know these names. I can't pull this stuff out of my Gene, Gene Segura. Oh, had. I liked him. Yeah. Jonathan VR. Yeah, Jonathan VR. What's his face? Was uh he was an outfielder. T plush. Nigel Morgan. Nigel Morgan. He was an outfielder. That's one of the only ones I can pull out of the top of my my dome. Junior Spite. No, Junior he was Spite. Second base. Yeah, he was second base. Who was <laughs> who was who was the shortstop on Slugfest? It's gonna be uh, young. Was it UA? Yeah. Pretty sure on that. Maybe. I'm I'm very sure on that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make make a lot of sense. Because that was before the Spivey trade, which yeah. he played second. God, that Tyler Houston was like your third baseman or second base too. Remember Chad Moeller? Oh God. Chad Moeller. He had Carlos Lee at one time. Alex Ochoa. Right. That was another. That was, Richie another. Sexton. Yeah, Richie. Jeff Jenkins, Ben Sheets. While you're talking about like Olympians, you know, just yep. early in the episode, Ben Sheets on the 2000 Olympic team that brought home gold. Your brains are ridiculous. <laughs> Chris Capuano. That was post Sexton trade. Yeah. These are all just shortstops. No, 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 no. These oh. are. No, no, no. We haven't named a shortstop, I think, since Alcides Escobar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or Eric Young. Yeah, Eric Young. But wow. just. One other name just to throw it out there. Tony Gwynn Jr. was a brewer for a minute. Right. He sucked. He was very bad. 
Brewers had a lot of bad players when they were growing up. Yeah, that they did. Scott Putsednik. Scotty Poe. World Series champion with the White Sox. Saved Mark Burley's perfect game. No, no, that wasn't Scott Putsednik. Yes, it was. No, no, it wasn't. It was... Oh, no. He, no, it wasn't Scott Putsednik. I know it wasn't Scott Putsednik. Because I remember, I remember I'm that. I'm sure it is. Nope, I will bet you on this. You are wrong. Oh, <laughs> I know you are wrong. The gauntlet has been it, thrown down. I know you are wrong. Because, oh, what was the guy's name? He only... He only played. He only played not very long after that. Ah, uh, yes, it wasn't Scott Putsednik because Scott Putsednik was gone by that time, or he was hurt. I don't think so, buddy. Yes, I know so because it was not. Because you had Jermaine die on that White Sox team. Oh, it's gonna bother you as soon as you say the name. It's I'm gonna know it. But. Uh, I know, I know it wasn't Scott Pitsednik, though. All right. Because I know he was black. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> 100%, I know that. I know that for sure. You're, well, not, you're not looking it up? Okay. I'll, I'll. I was looking it up, but I couldn't find it. Which indicates that I'm probably wrong, but it is what it is. Okay. I, very, I very much thought it was him. Um, also, in that trade that the Brewers made to get rid of him, Luis Vizcaino, the submarine pitcher, Victor Santos, uh, Keith Ginter, Different brewers that were on those awful early 2000s teams. I should have picked this guy. Oh, it was Dwayne Wise. Oh, That's who it was. Okay. So I concede. So you were wrong. It's okay. Well, Scotty Poe did have some big home runs and some big stolen bases in the yeah, World Series. Yeah, that was so. 04, though. Whatever. Good good career for him. Yeah, that was 04 when against Houston? Uh, 05. Oh, that was 05. 05 against Houston. Yeah. That the was, first that version was, of the Astros that went to the World Series. Yeah, that was Jeff Kent, Craig Biggio. Jeff Bagwell. Morgan Ensberg. That's when they had Clemens. They, they had Clemens, Pettit, and Roy Oswalt. And Brad Brad Lidges are closer. Oh man, that team's built. That's that, that team was built. That's ridiculous. That was such a good team. That is ridiculous. Do you remember who the MVP of that World Series was? I just pulled this up because you've already said the name. It had to be. It was from the White Sox, right? Right. So it was Jermaine Dye? It was Jermaine Dye. All right. Sorry, Sean. We'll talk. <laughs> Senseless knowledge. <laughs> we'll talk some football. So you said you texted me as we were kind of going through all of our random baseball names that you have a new segment for us. Yeah. So we're going to do like we talk, kind of talked about last week where I'm going to ask you uh, like random questions about oh, stuff. Um, this isn't trivia this week because I just saw this. It's start bench cut. Okay. Like, uh, you know, the popular game. Um, I've chosen, um, four classes of quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. And, um, I'm not even sure if I got some in the right era as each other, but that's just the nature of Shauna's game. Um, so our first, uh, set of quarterbacks start bench cut tom brady aaron Rodgers, josh allen start bench cut are we talking like right now or just all time for their career like prime uh, like, career um well <sighs> it's it's tough to do with josh allen i would think yeah so, so i would go put him in their prime 
put him in their prime. Yeah. So, so Josh Allen now, Aaron Rodgers what 2010? 2010 to like 2015. Yeah, and then Brady like pick two, a year. Yeah, <laughs> pick a year. Right. He had five, five different. He's had like three different primes. Yeah. So start bench cut. You want me to go first? Go ahead. I'm gonna cut Josh Allen. Ooh, hot take. I know you don't like that, Toronto. <laughs> I really, I know you really don't. That's all right. But and your then, team's just gonna lose. See, I don't, I don't know if they would lose. <laughs> I'm but just kidding. It's a, it's a very, very hard cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think he can do a lot of stuff that the other two can't. Being as running the football, and I think NFL is turning into that now a little bit more than it would have been just say ten years ago. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start Brady. I'm gonna bench Rodgers and cut Josh Allen. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we all know who Eric's starting. Right. I don't I don't think I know yet. So Sean, who do you got? <laughs> oh, I I'm not no, picking. She, okay. She's, I'm she's asking doing, the questions. Okay. Oh shit. <laughs> Trying to give give yourself more time to think, weren't you? But if anybody was curious, start Josh Allen, uh, bench Tom Brady, cut Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that makes sense for you. I think I'm going to pick what you guys know. I'm going to cut Tom Brady. Oh. oh. So, and I can logic this one through. I'm going to bench Josh Allen. I'm going to start Aaron Rodgers. All right. So my logic, just real quick, because I'm sure this is what everybody predicted. Tom Brady is one of the most accomplished football players of all time. I am not taking that away from him. I think he's obviously the GOAT. I love watching Tom Brady. I'm a big, I am a big Tom Brady fan. Not as much as Ramsey, but I'm a big Tom Brady fan. But if you're talking about just starting a team as a guy who, you know, just at the position as a whole, yes, he has all the records, but he's also played the longest. I I just think Rodgers is more talented than him, in, than him in his prime. And I think Josh Allen, if you're kind of going for the, the backup to grow, that's where I'm going. Okay. Are you ready for your second class of quarterbacks? Yep. All right, let's do it. Like I said, I'm not sure if I got these in the same era, but it is what it is. It's your game. You can make the rules. All right. Start bench <laughs> cut. Joe Montana. I believe this guy's first name is John John Elway. Yeah. And Dan Marino. Ooh. Oh, this is this is a good one. Start bench cut. Montana, Elway, and Dan Marino. I thought you I, I thought you were gonna go Aikman over Mar- with Marino is where my head where my head went with this, but I like the Dan Marino. Oh, you just wait. I I like I like See this my is tough. Th- this this is a sidebar. My brother was a is a big Miami Dolphins fan, mm-hmm. and he had Dan Marino cards sure. growing up, and that's kind of what I remember. So, oh, I think I'm gonna I'll I'll, I'll go here. Okay, you got it. So I'm gonna start Joe Montana. I don't have a doubt in my mind on that. Joe Montana. I think I'm gonna bench Dan Marino and cut LA. Is that what you're gonna do? I think so. <laughs> I think I think Elway kind of I mean great quarterback for a long time. I just I I don't I mean he he won two Super Bowls at the very end of his career, but he couldn't break through before that. I just don't think he was ever like the true number 1 of his time at any point. He was very good. He was like a 2 or 3, but he wasn't the true number 1. Joe Montana, 
was without a doubt one of the best quarterbacks, most accomplished quarterbacks prior to Tom Brady. Yeah, but you you just you just made this argument for cutting Tom Brady. Why are you why are you starting Joe Montana? Different era, man. <laughs> <laughs> Different options. Because I'm going the total opposite of you. So and I I think just Dan Marino is a you know just guy that you want around. Um, I can't. It's it's hard to believe he never won a Super Bowl. It is. Where you have guys like Joe Flacco that have won one, uh, Trent Dilfer won one, Eli Manning somehow won two, over Tom Brady, and Nick Foles has one, <laughs> and Dan Marino's going to go down as never having won, and that's right. absurd. But all right, Sean, I'm starting Dan Marino. I'm benching John Elway, and I'm cutting Montana. Oh. So I went I went the total opposite of what yeah. you did. You really did. I mean, in all fronts. <laughs> because I never liked Joe Montana. I thought he was he was a guy who kind of went off everybody around him. I think you, you take Jerry Rice away from him. You take that defense away from him. I don't think he's... See, I've got the bi- a little bit of the bias in my... It's just from knowing Harry Sidney, who's on those oh, 49ers teams. And hearing about A, Joe Montana, the person... Yeah, and but we're not doing the leader. A, we're not doing a person. We're doing well, right? But the leader of those teams, yeah, just, I'm biased. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'll fully admit I, it. But you, you, you can make a, you can make a run for any one of the, any one of these guys. But that's where I'm going. I, th- I think Dan Marino is the he's 100 percent the best quarterback never to win a Super Bowl. Well, without a doubt, without and, a doubt. All right, you ready for your next one? All right, yeah. we got class three. Okay, class three. Uh, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning. Oh, I saw this one. I'm prepared for this one. Yeah, this one. This one's an easy one. I am starting Peyton Manning as much as I don't like him as a person. I think he's just a goofball, but not a big fan of his. Yeah, but the Manning cast right now is yeah, so good to watch. But it's start Peyton. It's you can kind of go back and forth in this one. I think I would probably bench Ben and cut Drew Brees. Really? Yeah. Okay. What do you got? I'm starting Peyton, benching Drew Brees, and cutting Ben Roethlisberger. All right. So you both saw that one. So I do have, uh, here's class number four, Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, Kurt Warner. Can I pick none? (laughs) If this is what I'm starting my franchise out with? These were my TV guys. (laughs) Your TV. Okay. I got you. I I picked the TV anchors now. Is Kurt um, Warner a TV anchor now? No. Uh, I think he works for NFL Network, doesn't he? He might. He, he might. does something. I recognize his face. That he, he was just in, had a movie come yeah, out. Yeah, he just had a movie come out. Oh. That could be. All right. And he was he he was actually a backup quarterback for the Packers at one time. Interesting. Who, uh, who wasn't back then, True. though, you know? True. <laughs> All right, who and, you got? And he was bagging groceries at one time before he got a contract. Um, Aikman, Romo, and Warner? Yeah. I'm probably starting Warner. Shit. Start Warner. This is going to be probably a hot take. I'm benching Romo and cutting Aikman. All right. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I 100% agree with you there. That's tough, though, because I don't I don't think either one was ever that good, to be honest with you. I don't think Troy Aikman was that. He got... He, you want to talk about a guy who rode coattails? <laughs> yes. Troy Aikman rode coattails, <laughs> and he's a shitty announcer, too, for what it's Very worth. Very shitty but, announcer. But he rode coattails. I mean, he literally had two of the best weapons all time on his offense yep. with one of the greatest offensive lines. 
and a great defense. Yep. I mean, if he doesn't have Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith, they are garbage. Yeah. He's a yeah. I I thought he was a terrible quarterback. And for what it's worth, I don't think I mean Tony Romo, the commentator, love Tony Romo. Tony Romo, the quarterback, I didn't hate him. I just I don't think he was ever that good. I think he brings a lot to the commentating game. Oh, yes. for sure. Like for I sure. like I like it when he says like, "Okay, do you did you see what they did there?" And then I like it when mm-hmm. he explains it. Okay, secret fliff fliff. Secret <laughs> fifth Packers. I just blew it. Secret fifth quarterback class. To segue into our Packers talk, Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers bench start. What's the other one? Cut. Cut. What do you got? This is too easy. It's yeah. Start Aaron, bench Brett, cut Bart. No. Really? It's too easy. No. Yeah, because you love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What no, do you got, John? He's more talented than all three of them. Bart Starr is a great leader, but quarterback-wise, he doesn't, com- he doesn't compare to those two. Uh, what about the rings, bud? That's You're absolutely right about the rings, but if we're talking just about starting a team right now with a quarterback... I'm picking Aaron Rodgers every day, and Brett Favre can be a backup. Bart Starr, great person, one of the best people to ever live in Green Bay, all-time franchise icon. I wouldn't pick him in today's league. And you're cutting him. I wouldn't pick him in today's league. You're nuts. For what the NFL is now, he just doesn't he doesn't work. Yeah, but I'm saying you pick them in their prime, not I today's NFL. You pick them in their prime... But what their their weapon set was, he wasn't what the NFL is now. Uh, no. All right, what do you got, Sean? I'm starting Brett, benching Aaron. Have fun and, with all your interceptions. And cutting Bart. I'd start Brett, too. And I'd bench I'd, I'd, Bart Starr. What, See what, you later, Rick Okay. Aaron. I understand Favre threw all these interceptions. He did, did this, did that. Aaron's... Aaron doesn't throw interceptions. We still got the same amount of Super Bowls. Ooh. Brett Favre had a lot better defenses around him, too, though. Okay, but Eric, you're Mr. Oh, he doesn't make the whole team. That's exactly what I'm saying. He had a lot better weapons around him, both defensively. (laughs) (laughs) Did he, though? Did he, though? His defenses were a hell of a lot better. That's, That's without doubt. I don't think so. I, I understand the, the, what, 96 defense? 96, 97. Even the year they went 8-8, eight and eight, 99, like the 99 season, with the one year of, uh, I can't even think what his friggin' name is, the assistant coach that lasted a year before they hired Mike Sherman. Well, I have no idea. I have but, no idea. Um, I don't Those know. early 2000s defenses were a lot better than what Rodgers had in his prime. We no. had like Sharper and Al Harris and Niall Diggs, Nick Barnett. I think you like to find every excuse to defend Aaron Rodgers. Yes, and that's I, it. Don't worry. I get me wrong. I I like Aaron Rodgers, but I I think Brett's the better. He's the better fit for Green Bay. That's why I would start him. And I know that you don't like that take by the look on your face, you know, <laughs> and the fact that he's. <laughs> Like angrily drinking water. He's getting ready for he's getting ready for his rebuttal. He's getting his pipes hot. I just I don't what do you mean by he's the better fit for because he's more likable? Because you can have a beer with him instead of having a glass of wine. Oh, Eric. <laughs> really? I'm just curious. That, that's where you go? Just curious. So you can have some a beer with him instead of some ayahuasca. You can have a you can go 
take some Vicodin over some ayahuasca. Really? You're going to throw the... Yeah, I'm throwing the drugs in it. Why not? I'm swinging wild at this point. <laughs> it, it just... after, after Thursday's game, I was very upset at Aaron Rodgers, and I was saying that we should just wipe our hands clean of him, and Eric got so mad at we me. Should, he, we, like, yelled at me. We really should. We should. We should be done. See you later. Sayonara. I don't think love's the answer, but no, I don't. I agree. Love is love is the answer, man. but I think you could you could go a different route, and I feel like you could. How do I want to put this? You could you could probably still have more wins if you played the way this team is built, and just kind of did something that route instead of Aaron Rodgers missed a lot of passes on, on Thursday. He really did. And he's missed, he's missed a lot this, this year. He's playing with a broken thumb. So I want to see you guys start with a broken thumb. Um, Here's what I'm going to say. I'm uh, sick right. of the broken thumb. Yeah. Why? So he shouldn't be. I think Ramsey had this in our group chat. Why is he playing? If he's got a broken thumb. He's better than the Dak, alternative. Dak didn't play. And he's better he's, than the alternative. And look look at Dak. What was it, Sunday night? No, it was... Sunday afternoon. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Put up 40 points against a Vikings team that we couldn't score against when Aaron Rodgers was healthy. That was week one. Aaron's washed. Just like Russell Wilson. Yeah, but Aaron, Russell Wilson got $250 million. Right. You guys done? Are you? you done? Look at how crabby he is. He's so sad. Aaron, look at all the teams. Here. Look at all the teams that we couldn't beat that other crappy teams beat. We had the one of the hardest schedules of the season. Oh gosh. In the NFL. You are finding the teams that we have lost to are playing very well across the board. Even the Jets are a good team right now. The, the Jets the suck. Commanders the are Jets red hot. Suck. The Commanders are getting very lucky. They're getting overlooked. That's fine. They're still so winning keep, a lot of keep games. Keep going. The Giants have been pretty good. The Giants are in the NFC East. Which that, is that one of the better divisions right now. No, it's still not. What is it? The NFC West? Sure. NFC West, AFC West. You've got a win over Tom Brady, who's... They've been a better team as of late. Yeah, but that's as of late. That's not when we beat them. Doesn't matter. And that's also not saying much. He was in the thick of the divorce. Right. Doesn't matter. It's still... We're, if we're going to talk about these teams that are getting lucky or whatever, we got to talk about teams how they're playing now, too. Detroit's been one of the better teams as of late. They're still Detroit. You you can't say that, though. Why not? I just Because did. that's... What are you, you going to do? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Eric, all you're doing is finding any way to defend Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Because you think that he's not I think whatever, there's bigger but... issues than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers played piss poor the other night. I will he's not... played piss poor all year. Yeah. I you, you disagree can't... with that. You... How? How? Because I don't think a lot of it's his fault. Straight up. I really don't. I think a lot of it is bad receivers running bad routes and bad oh, play you, calls. You just talked about Christian Watson earlier, earlier in the episode. Oh, he's doing so good. He's doing so good. He is. He's the one bright point right now. So why are we, why are we still losing? 
because again, if you if you follow the take here, and Mason actually backed me up on this in the videos this week. So go first of all, quick break. Take a go go look at the TikTok page and the Instagram page and the Facebook page of the Rupert Wisconsin Show. Check out Four Plays of Sprangs with Mason Sprangers. He has four plays that he breaks down every week that are impactful to the Packers game, and he's got some good numbers here. Anyway, quick quick little show. Does Mason also support Aaron Rodgers like you do? Because it seems like that's the case. I'm not one to judge. He's a scout. He sees the best talent. Aaron Rodgers is hot garbage, and he needs to go. I'm going to remind you guys of this in like Go two years. Go smoke your ayahuasca in California, bucko. In two, I'm going to remind you guys of this. In two years when he's retired? In, this, in two years when he's retired. And we are going four and 13 every year. I could care, I really wouldn't care. Right, because then we'd be rebuilding and moving on. We have been lucky to have two oh. all-time great quarterbacks over the last 30 what? years. No one is disagreeing that. And you guys are trying to run... The best one out of town. Because he's hot garbage. Because he's got bad talent around him, bad play. I didn't even say bad, bad play calling. And quite frankly, a lack of talent that came from the organization down. This is on Goody. This is on even LaFleur. This is a terrible defensive performance the other night. This has all been compounding and building up. And again, yes, Aaron Rodgers had missed throws. I'm not going to take that away. But I do also think there's been a lot of, I mean, we talk about the, even the kind of the possible go-ahead slash tying parts of the end of the game against Tennessee. Alan Lazard on the out route gets the ball, loses focus, ball gets swatted out of his hand, incomplete. You have so many drops this year. The Packers are leading the league in drops. We've had that other years. And they, those were years that they didn't do that good. No, I'm pretty sure that was a year that they still played very good because you remember it was right around Adams' rookie year where Adams was dropping a whole bunch of balls and we still had we still had eleven wins, ten wins. Yeah. But and we you had, had you had four. other you had other people to Do we have four? On. We are four and seven right now. <laughs> and again, like I said, you just had a lack of talent that the front office failed on on anybody except Torre. Dobbs and Watson. I don't think I think we're not talking about Alan Lazard struggles enough. Yeah, I know. Alan Lazard is a what do you say a tight end and a wide receiver with wide receiver speed. Yeah, he's six foot four. He's slow. He's lost a lot. Of, he's not a number one receiver. So to go into this season thinking he's wide receiver one has been a, a joke. Christian Watson's finally healthy. Dobbs has not been healthy as of late. So you're losing another weapon. Randall Cobb is a great security blanket. He's going to have a couple good catches a game. You know, I think, uh, shout out to Dave Winder, one of our listeners and fantasy football uh, members. He said Cobb was going to go four for 38 the other night. I think that's pretty close to what he had. He had more He had more yards than that for sure. But but same thing. I mean, Cobb's not going to be a number one receiver, even a number two receiver anymore. So you're going to go in with the guy, three guys who haven't played, a guy who is probably a tight end, which we talked about last year, making him an official tight end for his blocking skill. Randall Cobb. You had Amari Rogers, not even on the friggin' team anymore. And Sammy Watkins, who has not played a full season in his career and looks absolutely lost. That's your wide receiver core right now. Three guys who hadn't played in the NFL, a guy who hasn't played a full season ever, a tight end, 
and a guy who has no business being a number two, three receiver. So pretty much what you're telling me is we should fire the GM. Not no Murphy's the GM, right? Uh, against. So you're firing GM. You're firing Lafleur. You're firing a defensive coordinator. I'm not even saying firing these people. I don't. That, that, I just think they failed pretty, for a year. The, no, you can't just say this year. Right. You, if you're the GM, you're building for the future. How can you just say they failed this year? Because they dropped the ball coming into a season where you are still, for all things considered, in your you were in your Super Bowl window. So, you trade, and I'm not even saying the trade was the wrong thing. You trade Devontae Adams, which was the right thing to do. Okay, you put Devontae on this team. Do you think think it changes? Honestly, I think it's so. It does. I don't think it does at all. I think, well, maybe, maybe not. I can go back to that in a second here. But you trade Devontae, which I agreed with. I, I got the logic of it. He didn't want to play here. Odds are he wasn't going to play. He was going to hold out his contract with the salary cap, and it was going to be a detriment to the team. You ended up getting some defensive pieces with that. That haven't looked very good. No. They haven't looked great, but there's more to that, too. They're not first-round picks. I mean, you... you Quay Walker is, absolutely. But he's... He gets lost in coverage so much. It's Sure. He's... I, I blame that more on scheme than anything, though, to be honest with you. But what I'm saying is... you, you the, But the thing is, you, you can't blame everything on scheme. Absolutely, you can. When you are getting exposed... Week after week after week in zone, and I believe the stat—I don't—I don't know the exact stat, but Mason had this pointed out in his one of his videos. I think play three, no, play four, play four. When you are playing zone, on, I think it was like twenty-six of thirty-one pass attempts, and it, it takes—you know—if any of the three of us can recognize that, hey, this isn't working. We're playing such soft zone coverage based on scheme that a team can just march down the field, absolutely that's on scheme. You're playing bend, don't break, but you're not playing it aggressive enough. If Dom Capers right now looks like a better option as a defensive coordinator because at least they threw in an exotic stunt or blitz, and at least they played to try to expose turnovers. So you're still saying that... I'd fire Joe Barry, absolutely. He should be... No, no. Why Why are we firing Joe Barry, but we're not firing Gutenkiss? I think or Lafleur. I go as far why, as saying, why, why is Lafleur not going to Joe Barry and be like, "We're doing it this way. We're doing it this way. We're doing it this way." Why can't he? The same thing with the offense. I, I don't know. I don't remember if Lafleur's calling the plays or who's calling. Well, that's the plays, what I was gonna say. I think Lafleur's calling the why, plays. Why, if we have such a bad receiving core, are we not running the football? What we have built for? We've taken Jones. We paid Jones. We took a second round pick on AJ Dillon. We got. Bakhtiari's a big contract. You got Elton Jenkins. You got the center we've taken in the third round. Second round pick. Second round pick. I mean, you've taken these guys in. I don't disagree with you at all. I am I'm wholeheartedly on the, the play calling. But what I would say the difference between Joe Barry and Lafleur and Gudekinst is the track record for those two is there where the track record is not there for Joe Barry. Joe Barry's defense was a high, it was high rated last year based on a good surge at the end of the last season and a very takeover-dependent team last year, that's where they got their numbers from. They played soft zone last year. It was the same shit for a lot of the season. Matt LaFleur, granted, very short in his tenure. I believe this is, what, his fourth year? Very short in his tenure, but has been shown to very frequently have better seasons than this play calling. I think we can point that out. 
I'd say even Brian Gutekunst, where, I mean, you've had this focus on your defense, which, right or wrong, you know, statistically has been better the last few years than it is this year. You spent every first-round draft pick in the also the few years, like Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage. This year you had which, two. Which Savage has looked horrible. He has. And but I'm saying you've spent all this capital on defense, so maybe it is your your scouting department's not worthy. Maybe it is your GM. I I don't know. I I like I said. I think this the track record points to Gutekunst overall probably being right, but still being aggressively average, having a one bad season. Same thing with Lafleur. I think this is one bad season. I don't get why it's one bad season, because like you said, everything on paper. If this was Madden, you wouldn't keep calling pass plays when you don't have guys getting open. You can watch the film and see these guys just teams are playing cover four. And it doesn't matter because they're just covered. They, you know, Lazard can't get off the ball. Christian Watson still kind of learning his place. Sammy Watkins looks absolutely lost most of the time. He's not even looking for the ball. So all all their opponents are doing is stopping the run, making us pass, and we can't do anything. Yeah. So why why is our two-time or back-to-back MVP quarterback, why can't he drag us out of the holes this year? Where is he going to go with the ball? You watch the film. Guys aren't open. He's not going to force things. Take it yourself. He can't do that every why, play. Why can't he force it? What's what, what's it going to hurt? It's the same thing that you're seeing now. I mean, because... We, you, had, you can we, have the same you can have the same conversation that when it's late in the game he starts playing quote unquote hero ball everyone gets on his ass about that it's the same thing he's that's when he's forcing things because they have to it it's just you don't have talent there yet I think Dobbs I think Torre and I think Christian Watson are going to be very good the next three four years I think that's an excellent combination of receivers okay. but they have to learn and they're not being schemed open. So I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this one at you. We got Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Yes, he's got Travis Kelsey. Yep. He doesn't doesn't have Juju. Didn't have Juju this week. He's got MVS who we cut. Yeah. Or let go. He's got a rookie in um ha. Huh. He's got Isaiah Pachenko. Right? Yep. That's right. And then yeah, um, McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman, which he's MVS. been hurt. And MVS, and then they got another rookie. And they rookie had Kadarius Tony until last, he got hurt last night, but they've had yeah. Kadarius Tony. And Sky Moore. Sky Moore is the other. So he has Travis Kelsey. You take away Travis Kelsey from that team. MVS, he, he doesn't. Was he, able... doesn't he doesn't have anything. So see, here's here's where I disagree with that though. MVS, even in his time, I guess he had the drops, but he was able to get open. He had the pure speed to get open. Juju Smith-Schuster, so, for a lot of his career in Pittsburgh, was able to get open, was a special talent. Granted, again, he's hurt now, but still a special talent. You have a very good run game between Pachenko and Clyde no, Edwards-Hilaire. No. You have a, a very capable back out of the backfield to receive in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So we have Aaron Jones. We have Adrian And Dillon. we don't use him. We don't... The, the biggest problems to me... So you... What what you're telling me is we go after Lafleur. Why why are we defending Lafleur? Why I'm not defending Lafleur at all. I just, just I'm just saying you don't fire him. But I'm saying this is very much the issues that you're having are a lot more on play call than it is on on execution. You're we're throwing the we're throwing the ball so much behind the line of scrimmage that we can't 
get because anywhere. you can't run. Your run game is non-existent right now because teams are loading the box. And you played a very stout. The again, I don't have the exact stats here. Mason actually breaks this down very well. This is actually kind of I changed my tune a lot actually between Thursday and when I watched his videos and uploaded them. When you run zone concept on the outside off the tackle, your run game is averaging about five yards per carry. Certain looks you're getting even close to like nine yards per carry, but they're only calling it. And again, this is on the floor. And again, I'm not saying fire the floor. I'm just saying this is on him at some capacity. I don't know if it's Stenovich and him not being on the same page, the offensive coordinator. I think the floor is calling the plays, but I don't know where the disconnect is happening. When you beat Dallas two weeks ago and you ran, I think 13 of your 20 pass plays were under center and seven of those were play action action play action movement which worked very well and allowed you to really shift the defense and get defense moving it schemed guys open whether that be the play where lazard got that big first down at the end of the game that set up the game winning field goal because they they faked the that outside screen which is essentially a run even though it's it's technically a pass and same thing with the christian watson watson touchdown where you go around the play action you get scheme moving one way you get christian watson with his speed playing against a man who he's going to outrun almost every time hitting that crossing route it's easy money so the fact that they're not using these successful plays and these successful play concepts is baffling and i don't know if it's a stenovich thing or if it's a lafleur thing or it's a lack of them not communicating in game or it's having a certain plan and trying to get too cute i don't i don't know where the disconnect is but there's a big freaking disconnect. But there's a huge freaking disconnect. Because you, you. But ultimately, I, I like I said, I don't think this comes down to. And, and Sean is going to disagree, but I don't think this is on Aaron Rodgers. I think yes, he's had bad games. He hasn't been playing particularly well. He's had 17 touchdowns, or maybe he, I don't know if it's that was after the game, but maybe 19 and seven now. But I think it's he was 17 and seven going into the game, so touchdowns, and interceptions. So maybe it's 19 and seven, which. Is an off year for him, but to quote himself on that, the down year for Aaron Rodgers is a career year for a lot of other guys. We're talking about a guy, yes, he's missing throws and some key ones down the stretch that get amplified, but I think a lot of them, you know, you can talk about the broken thumb where he's not getting the grip of the ball sailing, but if we're, uh, but if, but if we're also talking here. So, so did Brett Favre played with a broken finger. Yeah, and so Brett what, Favre threw 30 picks. No, he didn't. He never threw thirty picks. I, I know so it's exaggerating, but but any it it shouldn't matter. But if, all, like we like we talked about, or you talked about in the in the group chat, then why not rest him? Why not? We're not winning. Why not rest him? Just throw Jordan Love out there, see what happens. Because I think to this point, I mean, they've still been in contention, so I think you go with the better option. What do you mean? contention that your the, team your team is hot garbage the rest of the nfc has been hot garbage for the most part too the vikings are eight and what two now mm -hmm. they are sure. not hot garbage sure but that's your division you're still playing for a wild card spot to even get in the dance but you got beat by the commanders i understand that but like i said when you're going on a game by game basis and up to this point you know even this last week you were four and six you were very much in the picture and we talked about it on the podcast last week, but potentially going on a run, how very likely you could go 10 and seven or even nine and eight after that, you know, being four and six before the Tennessee game. 
you very easily could have gone on a run. You play your best player. Now, at this point, I'm I'm not saying I'm fully on board the start Jordan Love train, just because I think that justifies a lot of terrible takes out there. So that's mostly me being stubborn. (laughs) You stubborn? No. But what I'm going to say just as a whole, though, is you're kind of getting that point where maybe you do rest the guy. Now, the only caveat to that is if you plan on this being his last year, I think you give him the send off and play the season. Not saying that's the proper thing to do, but I think he's earned that right to do so. We just need to move on. Yeah. We just need to get him we're gonna, out of here. We're going to keep going in circles. We're going to keep going in circles. Like, here. again, no one's saying that he didn't give us great years. No one's saying that. This year, he's hot garbage. We need to move on, get him out of here. Let's just everybody accept the fact that we're going to be a rebuilding team and call it a day. Like, I'm, I'm so sick of, ooh, his thumb. Oh, no. See you later. You don't belong here anymore. Goodbye. That's one option. Oh, God, Eric. <laughs> I just look sad. I don't see it that way. And and maybe, you know, that's the thing. What has he in. shown this year that has been even, like, defendable to say that this that we're going to keep him for years? I just, like I said, I think the main thing, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't think a lot of this is his fault. But okay. I think he is definitely to blame. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's blameless, but I'm saying I don't think the majority of it is is his fault. That's that, that's on you. That's a terrible take. The majority isn't. Did Did you ever answer my question? You think you put Devonte on this team? You think it's any different? I think it could be. I think that that's not what I asked you. It's a yes or no question. <laughs> if you want a yes or no, I would say yes. For the, the sheer reason that Devontae opens up the field, you don't have that nine-person box where you're playing cover two, and that's about it. Devontae opens up the field enough to open up your run game more. It allows other guys to scheme open as well and yeah, but continues he, their growth. Has he really done that for the Raiders? Different, totally different option. Why, why is it? What? Why they don't they have a they have a decent quarterback they got Devontae Adams they got a very good running back totally different scheme though why is it a different scheme ask Josh McDaniels I don't know <laughs> you're but, you're you're the one that's trying to defend this why but is it what a I would say scheme? is we saw even from Lafleur's first year where Devontae was hurt for what four games or whatever and missed four games he was still on pace for you know twenty some odd touchdowns and. All these yards, the scheme, you know, you can talk about being a run first team, but that's a lot dependent on having that true number one receiver to open up the field for you to run the ball. So then why do we get rid of them? Got too expensive. That, we, that's the you, sheer reality of the situation. He didn't want to be here. I understand he didn't want to be here, but he wasn't going to play. So you're going to have $20 million of dead cap sitting there. On, I, I, on don't, I don't out. think he didn't want to play. I don't think he didn't. He wasn't at the point where he didn't want to play for Green Bay. I think he just wanted more money. I think you give him more money, he would have played. And we the contract that he got from Las Vegas was the exact same from Green Bay, if not more. I think Green Bay actually offered money, more money than Las Vegas. That's been confirmed, reported. I think it was just about he didn't want to be here anymore. He wanted to be closer to family, whatever. Not an excuse per se. You know, we talked about this with Shauna's grandpa. <laughs> My grandpa said, get out of play. You know, 
granny can fly out to Wisconsin. I whatever, but he didn't want to be here. He wasn't going to play under that that franchise tag contract. He wasn't going to play on next. He didn't want to sign an extension. He didn't want to be in Green Bay. So, so okay. So okay. to answer so, your question, all right? To answer your question, long form, I think absolutely it's different because yes, you still have a lot of the same. You know, you're probably covering up some warts at some point, but the very nature of a run first team or run, you know, power run, power scheme team is you still have somebody to spread the field to allow you to continue running. Okay, so Devontae and Rodgers, we knew whatever. So if he's on this team, he's your wide receiver one. He's going to go to them every time. Defenses are going to know, so they're going to block him like you wouldn't believe, and Rodgers is going to have to go to everybody else. So how does that make it any different? Because then he's just going to miss with everybody else because we said the receivers suck. No, no, okay. We saw it the last couple of years. Uh, it I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Tennessee. Sure. Just look at Tennessee. Yep. Derrick Henry's number one guy. They yep. don't have any, but who do they have as re- receivers? Traylon Burks, Robert Woods. Is he number one? He's a rookie. So put him in Put him in the line with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Robert Woods. Never going to. guy. He's Randall Cobb. He's better he's, than Randall Cobb at this point. He's Randall Cobb. That's all he is. Austin Hooper's a better tight end than Tenyon. Can, can you really say that? I think you can. I, no, well, I don't think you. I don't think you do at all. And that I don't. Tennessee and Green Bay are all pretty much the same team. They should. They should be doing the same things, and they're not. And we have an MVP quarterback, and they have Ryan Tannehill, and they kicked their ass. We made look like an MVP because of our defense being awful. <laughs> so why why doesn't our MVP quarterback? Put us over a team like that. That I, I understand they have a good defense, They'd but our MVP quarterback should bail us out of a shitty defense. Yeah, there's no reason why our, he, our he, MVP. He's done. He's done it for 15 years. Right. He's bailed us out how many times with shitty defenses? You said it yourself. Brett Favre had better defenses than Aaron Rodgers has ever had. Yeah. He okay. Has. So then, if Aaron Rodgers has bailed himself out or bailed us out every single year with shitty defenses. Why isn't he not doing it now? It's because he's washed. He to, no, he has to play perfect to do that. Because he's washed. Because he's washed. <laughs> he has to play perfect. You look at okay, those. But years, Eric, hold on, hold on, look hold on, at hold on, how hold on, long hold on, hold on. he's been doing this. He's had shitty defenses around him himself this entire time, you and he's been at, bailing us out. You look at those years. Let's look at twenty. Was it twenty fourteen? No, twenty fifteen playoffs. Uh, Sean, you probably don't remember this. This was your twenty first birthday, uh, where they had <laughs> Jeff Janis and Jared Aberderis. In that Cardinals playoff game. And I do remember this, by the way. Fair enough. But so you can fuck off. <laughs> oh, I was a little aggressive there. He gets Chief. that permanent seat and he starts flipping the F bomb. But what I'm saying is for those teams, even last year in the game where they didn't have Devontae Adams, they didn't have whoever against Arizona, you have to play perfect. Yeah, and they ended up winning that game yes, against Arizona. I understand who that. Was, who undefeated was undefeated at the time. At the time. But so you're because he's not playing perfect. That's the only difference. Right, because he sucks. He doesn't so, suck. He's just not perfect. Because he sucks. He's having more drops than ever in his career. But that's what I'm saying. Eric, this, it's all part of the same puzzle. All you're doing is defending a person that doesn't deserve to be defended anymore. It's all the same puzzle, it's though. It's okay. It's all the same puzzle. It's okay. We can move on. We moved on from Brett Favre. We can move on from Aaron Rodgers. I think Eric 
let's have a little therapy session here. I think Eric is scared of what's coming after. He doesn't want to be a loser. So he doesn't <laughs> want to like go to a rebuilding. So he just wants to hold on to Aaron Rodgers forever. I'm fine with the rebuild. I am, I guess, just much. So then why don't we get rid of right. him? I'm fine with him leaving in the offseason, but you don't bench the guy no, I, in the season. That's all I'm saying. I think he's going to retire after this season. I wish him the best if that's the case. I think we go through that rebuild next year, the year after probably yet too. But why do we not bench him now? He's ass, so let's see what your your first-round quarterback pick is. He's a four-time MVP and a Super Bowl champion. Our That's first doing round nothing. Draft pick, That's doing nothing for us. Our first-round draft pick is not going to do any better. I'd rather see Aaron Rodgers than Jordan Love. Okay, no. but Jordan Love, you put Jordan Love in, and then you can see, okay, well, maybe we're going to need to use our draft pick that we're going to get for a quarterback. No, maybe you can see. I, I, I think I we already know, though. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even go that route. You could see, okay, we're not relying on Aaron Rodgers. Right. We can run the ball. Yeah. We can do this. It doesn't matter, though. We're not running the ball now. Yes, yeah, but, but because, because we're relying we have Aaron on Rodgers. So we're, Last week against the Cowboys... They ran more than they passed. They oh, won the game. I, it has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. So, so why didn't we do it this week? Right. Ask fucking Matt LaFleur, not why, me. Why, why didn't we do it two weeks ago? Ask we had Matt a five-game losing streak. Ask Matt LaFleur. That's not on me. So then why are we not well, you, calling for Matt LaFleur's job? Yeah. You can call for it all you want. I think it's a bad take. I think because it's one bad year. But if you want to call for Matt LaFleur's job, I'm not going to sit here McC- and argue McCarthy with you on had one bad year and he got fired. McCarthy had three bad years, but... Still won a Super Bowl. That's great. He made the playoffs. Fourth year. Playoffs how many years? Eric, you are so frustrating. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl his fourth season. You held on to him for another eight. He still had winning seasons, didn't he? Most of the time, sure. He had the MVP quarterback that was supposed to be winning us rings, and he (laughs) didn't. How many rings do we have up on that wall, bud? One. That's it. They got one. Winning okay. in the NFL is the hardest thing to do. Moving on. Whatever. Go to picks. I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. Where's the pen? I don't know. Where is my pen? I'm done. I'm done with you defending yeah. this. I'm yes. so sick of it. It's not even fun anymore. <laughs> Sean, I have to listen to this every day. Yes, and I feel so bad for you. Thank you. And I'd love I love the sympathy. It's a quote the great Enzo Mori. We got a cup of haters here. We got haters because it's justified. Your defense is not justified whatsoever. I disagree. Oh, <laughs> I, do I really? Do I really want to start this again? We Sean has got to write down stuff. So yeah, go ahead. It. We had this same conversation in what is it? Two thousand eight. Favre was retired. We're like, Favre got hurt in 07, right? Did he get hurt oh seven or was it oh eight? Uh. Neither. He didn't get hurt till he was his last year at the Vikings, so it was like 29, 2009. What, was that 2009? But anyways, we were we were all for, oh, let's let's give Aaron. Well, I, oh, I, the 07 game against the Cowboys? Yes. Yeah, that was 07. Yes. But I'm saying, oh, let's give Aaron Rodgers a chance. We, got, we took this first-round quarterback, even though a lot of people didn't like it. We moved on. Right, Aaron Rodgers is immensely better than Jordan Love was. Are we sure? We've seen. I, I'm a Jordan Love defender as well. We've seen Jordan Love play against the Chiefs. We've seen him play against the Lions. We've seen him in preseason. I like Jordan Love. 
I don't think he's Super Bowl caliber quarterback by any means. Nobody thought that Aaron Rodgers to begin his begin his career either. No, you didn't. Don't even don't even start. Two thousand five. No, I'm bored. No, you no, you weren't. I was the happiest guy alive when they got him. Ah. No, you weren't. I was. You no. can ask my dad. Two thousand five. I was happier than the clam. Eric, you, you were ten. You no. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even ten. And then when Brett Favre retired, I was all aboard the Aaron Rodgers train as well. Whatever. <laughs> but why why not give Jordan Love a chance? Hashtag give Jordan Love a chance. I think Can we start that hashtag on yeah. the Root for Wisconsin podcast? I just think they've seen the people inside twelve sixty five seen what they need to see. And I think so they the, would rather have Aaron Rodgers with a broken thumb over Jordan Love. So then why didn't we if they've seen what we've seen, why why not trade him? You could get a second third that round. That requires somebody to want him. I bet you there's Carolina. That would have been great. I was Atlanta. Was I not in favor? If you can go back and listen to this show, I was all in favor of trading Jordan Love in the offseason. Go back and listen to the tapes. I, okay. <laughs> then why didn't it happen? Gutekunst is an idiot, too. Is that so, what you want to hear? <laughs> so pretty much you're... Okay, so you, you're you're with me. Fire Gutekunst. Sum up. We need a full front office Yeah. boot... We, we need, need we need a full rebuild. A full rebuild. We also need to continue losing so that we get a banging draft pick. And then trade Aaron Rodgers. Trade Aaron Rodgers. He's, not, he's gonna retire. We're not gonna trade him. He's retiring after the season. Well, so whatever. He, reti- he retires and leaves us leaves us in salary cap hell. So. We're gonna be in salary cap hell either way, even if we trade him. God, he's such a dick. Doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers is a dick. Selfish Hollywood quarterback. Doesn't love his family. He could, he could, he, his family's we toxic. We should have traded him to San Francisco. Yep. We should have got Jimmy G, is what we should have did. Okay. Okay. Let's not get too good. <laughs> All right. Did, We're side, over two hours. Side, sidebar Did you see Jimmy G at the late? Was it the Laker game or the Clipper game? No. Warriors. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was a Warriors game, and all the cheerleaders came up to him and shook and g- gave him hugs. And it was McCaffrey and Kittle and. Another receiver, and they all went to Jimmy G. I would like to give Jimmy G a hug. Christian McCaffrey is the best looking guy of this group. That group. That is false. Have you seen Christian McCaffrey? Though? Yes. He's a good looking guy. No, Jimmy G has eyes that won't quit. Mm. All right. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll kind of fire through these picks. Three Thursday games this week. Three. Oh, Thanksgiving. 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, first game: Bills at Lions. And the Bills are a nine-point favorite. You can stay in Detroit after the the weather out in Buffalo. No-brainer, Bills. Yeah, give me the Bills. Um, I'm gonna go Lions. I'm gonna take the Lions over the Bills. The Jets beat the Bills. Looking think the Lions. Think the Lions can beat the Bills. Looking for a big fat L, Sean. No, Jamal 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 <laughs> Williams. Is a great year. He's gonna have two or three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, so is Josh Allen. He hasn't done shit this last... Yeah, Sean of the Jinx. All right, keep going. Run so, it. Let's go. As soon as we go. called Sean of the Jinx, he started losing. So, All right. Uh, next game on Thursday, Giants at Cowboys. Dallas, a nine-point favorite in that one. That's a nine? Nine points after... Uh, that's uh, That's got to be all reactionary, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, the Giants are seven and three. Two. I'm going yeah, Giants. They, they, they shouldn't be seven and three. 
I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, I think Cowboys, Cowboys blow them out of the water. Boys on Thanksgiving Day. Right. America's team. It's going for the turkey leg. All right. And then in our primetime game of the evening, Patriots-Vikings. The Vikings a three-point favorite in that one. Looking to come back after getting humiliated on national TV. I'm going with the Patriots in this one because it's primetime game. We've seen primetime, oh, Kirk. Here we go again. Was I wrong last week? Absolutely not. They turned that game off TV because the Vikings suck so bad. They took it off the, the country's airwaves. I'm going to New England. I'm going to go Minnesota. I think Minnesota bounces back. I'm sure they do. I'm, you, you, Patriots got, I think they've got the best defense in the league. Ranked the best defense. Top, top five for sure. But All right, let's get to the Sunday action. We've got Buccaneers-Browns. And the Buccaneers are a three-point favorite. Coming off the bye week, give me the Bucks. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going Bucks also. I'm going with the Browns. They get what? No, no, Watson. Watson's next week. Against Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be a Yeah, that'll be a next week's talking point. Yeah. Just massage it out. Bengals, Titans. The Bengals by one and a half. Titans. Bengals. Shit. They don't have Jamar Chase yet. He might come back this week, though. Very very well could come back. Uh, still week. going Bengals. Sean is going Joey B. Joey. Yeah, she's not even writing Bengals. Just Joey. Joey. All right. Texans, Dolphins, Miami by 12. 12. Miami's covering that, by the way. That's I, my pick. Yeah. I Miami's so. covering that 12. I agree with you. I'm going Miami also. Okay. Me too. All right, Bears, Jets. The Jets a four and a half point favorite. Is this the week the Bears finally win after a big performance? Absolutely not. Justin Justin Fields is questionable. He did get hurt on Sunday. I'm pretty pretty sure. Not not 100%. He is day-to-day with an injured shoulder. That is correct. He left the game on the last drive of the game. I'm going Jets also. I'm going with the Bears to cover this. There's a lot of turmoil in that New York Jets locker room, including even today. Uh, the Jets, Robert Sala didn't say that Zach Wilson was starting this week. Lots of turmoil. I think we'll see. Because who's their backup? Joe Flacco. No. Yeah. Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. Why not start Joey. the veteran? Give me the Bears. They finally hurt. They We're... finally get over the hump on that one. All right. Hit it. Next one. All right. Uh, next one here. We've got Falcons, Commanders, Washington favored by four. Taylor Heineke's still sl- uh, slinging the rock. He's going to get some black and red Jordans for his, his boys. Commanders win. Yeah, I agree with you. Go, Commanders. Going to Hotlanta. Oh, you're picking against the Commanders this week. I am. You're on, just a, you're, I like... you're on the Commander train. I was, but I, I like Hotlanta. Hotlanta? Yep. Marcus Mariota? Yep. All right, next game here, we've got probably the ugliest game of the week, the Broncos-Panthers game. Denver's a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. I'm going Carolina. I don't know who's going to win this game, but I can tell you the people who watch are going to lose. Right. Um, I'm going to say Carolina's going to cover that. Yeah, same. 
All right. Next game, Ravens, Jags. And the Ravens are a four-point favorite. Ravens? 100% Ravens. Oh, yeah, easily. Even though they didn't they didn't cover this week, right? They had like a 13-point spread or something ridiculous. Yeah, and they only won by 10. Yeah, only. I'm also going Ravens, for the record. Yeah, but All it was right. only like 13-3. to three. Next game here, Chargers, Cardinals. Uh, no spread on this one because the Cardinals are in action currently. Um, I don't think it matters. I'm going with the Chargers either way. Yeah, I agree with you, Chargers. I'm going the Cardinals. The second ugliest game of the week, we've got Raiders, Seahawks. And the Seahawks are a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. And I'm going to ride the Seahawks. Yep, I agree with you, Seahawks. Go on the Raiders. You really just want to give up that that first place in Pixar, don't you? No. I just am mad. <laughs> Rams, Chiefs. The Chiefs are a 14 and a half point favorite. I got two Chiefs on my team and they're hot garbage and they're both, I think, questionable. So I'm going the Rams. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, 100% going with the Chiefs. Cooper Cup is out for six to eight weeks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, dang. <laughs> How much are the Chiefs favored by? 14 and a half. You still might get it. You never know. That's a lot to cover. <sighs> Cooper. Okay. All right. Saints 49ers. No spread on this one. I, again, I don't think my pick matters in the spread. I'm on 49ers. Saints 49ers? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 49ers also. Jimmy. <laughs> All right. Packers, Eagles. The Eagles are seven point favorites. Eagles finally look vulnerable. Don't think it matters. Sun- Sunday night? Sunday night football. Eagles. Eagles haven't looked great the last two games. They played two games and or five game or two games in five days. They had the Monday night game. They had Sunday game where they almost lost the Colts. I'm still picking the Eagles. Like I'm not gonna distract you here. I was gonna say you're you're defending the Eagles now after you defended the Packers for losing five straight. Yeah. Sure, why not? Aaron Rodgers is gonna lay a big fat goose egg. Yeah. Or they're going to win this week. Not on Because why not? Was. Eagles. All right. And then Steelers, to wrap up our NFL picks, Monday Night Football, Steelers, Colts. This actually might be the ugliest game of the week. No, I think this is going to... Steelers scored a lot against Bengals this last weekend. Give me... The Colts favored by two and a half. Give me the Colts. I'm going Steelers. Uh, Colts. All right. No. A couple college games from the weekend. Just two. Can we do three? I suppose I can add another uh, row here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll start off with the battle for the axe, and that'll be Badgers versus Minnesota. Badgers, a three and a half point favorite. Playing 230 Saturday afternoon. The Badgers get that one done. They're going to end the regular season on a high note. Big agree. I, I, I don't agree. Back home. I'm, I'm going Minnesota. All right. Next game, a battle of the unbeatens. Two versus three. Michigan versus Ohio State. Ohio State is a seven and a half point favorite in that game. That game is in Columbus. 
That one's tough. Michigan. I'm, no, I'm going Ohio State. Michigan's looks horrible these last few weeks. Sort of Ohio, Ohio State almost lost to Illinois though. Sort of Michigan or Michigan. Um, yeah. Ohio State almost lost to Maryland this last weekend. Um, seven and a half's a lot. Give me Michigan to cover that. All right, and then the last one we're gonna pick is the Iron Bowl, Alabama versus Auburn. And I am trying to find that game on my piece of paper or my app. I don't need to spread. Bama's imploding. Auburn. Bama's favorite by 21 and a half. Don't care. <laughs> I don't think they cover that for the for what it's worth either. I want to see. Um, I think they, I think they'll, Auburn will cover that. War Eagle. Bama. Bama to cover the 21 and a half. Bama to cover the 21. Even when they're like imploding. Everybody says Bama's imploding, but they, they're still Alabama. That's true. All right. With that said, we got one last segment here, and that is closing time, our bar of the week. Real quick, anybody got a good bar to talk? Shauna, you got a good bar? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for my report. All right, Sean, you um, got a good bar for us? Um, did we do SNS yet? I don't think we have. No, maybe we did. I think we did them did right we do, away. Did we do them? Okay. Let's um, do Sandy Corners. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Sandy Corners in Jill, Wisconsin. Uh, great food, by great the way. Food. Great Abs- food. I think it's one of the best fish fries on Friday. Mm-hmm. The portions are huge. Uh, five-star reviews on Google, 4.8 technical rating out of 99 reviews. Uh, great drinks. Another place you have not taken me. Because you don't like coming in jail. That, that is the f- <laughs> that is not true at all. I just want to see your reaction. I've heard about all these up north fish fries, and I haven't been to one of them. Has he taken you to any fish fry? The one in Green Bay. Yeah, we've got one of the Green Bay ones. That's disappointing. Yeah. Great food, great service, and drinks. Friday fish fries, excellent. Saturday steaks, incredible. Um, I think Tuesday has to do their Mexican night, which is I think always it's pretty Thursday. good. Do they got prime uh, rib? They're, they're not open on Mondays so. and Tuesdays, I don't think. Well, what's their Saturday steak Wednesday special? Nights. Wednesday nights is their Mexican night. Wednesday? Uh, Saturday nights, they have steak. Um, yeah. They, don't, they, don't, they do not have prime rib. Oh. Uh, I think they just have tenderloin and sirloin. Oh, heck yeah. Chicken on Sundays, which is always good. Yeah, chicken on Sunday is good. Well, what are we doing down here? We should be eating up at Sandy Corners. Absolutely. They're like I said, their fish is probably my favorite <laughs> fish spot up north. Besides uh, maybe Kelly Lake. No, I I think I still gotta give it to the blue spruce. Theirs is good too. Theirs but... is so good. All right. So that's our we'll make that real quick because we're still we're going way long this week. Holy cow. Uh, you guys just so, kept talking. We did. Yeah, <laughs> we're the ones that kept talking. <laughs> All right, quick root for us. What are we rooting for this week? Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah I'm going Thanksgiving also, and it's uh, it's Carolyn's birthday on Saturday. So. I was gonna say. <laughs> so I, I I gotta put that in my root for also. Happy birthday, early Carolyn. It's her golden birthday. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. We're gonna go to the the memorabilia no. show and craft show. Craft, craft show. Craft. Right, the card show and uh yeah so happy birthday carolyn um and yeah thanks happy thanksgiving everybody to our listeners have a happy and safe thanksgiving uh you know if you're traveling be safe if you're out hunting still be safe if you're Uh, out hunting those sales also be safe (laughs) that too 
all in all, be safe. Enjoy time with friends and family. This is Wisconsin episode 97. We're in the books. I'm Eric. That's Shauna. That's Sean. Ramsey and Justin not here. We're out. See ya. Bye. Bye.